Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Who Art Thou podcast. I'm your host, Barra, and with me today, I have Julie O'Brien. So myself and Julie both went to college together. She was a print student, a fantastic artist, and she's also an amazing photographer. So her Instagram handle is Pizza Eggs. So I guarantee you that if you're, in, if you're into the Irish music scene, which you probably are if you're listening to this podcast, she has taken your favorite photos of your favorite bands. More recently, she started a new art project where essentially what she has is she has this illustration of a cat and what she has been doing is she's been collecting voice notes of people's interpretations of the image so for instance like my interpretation is entirely like vastly different to uh, somebody else's so we've collected them there's going to be they're going to be played over the episode and we're going to go through them at one point um, just to see kind of how it's just interesting seeing how people's mind works and how you can see the same image and just have a completely different uh, meaning for it so that was a lot of fun and then after that we'll be talking about just the Irish Irish art scene uh, her favorite artist her final year project which was focused on surveillance and how that's kind of impacted the world at the moment and just yeah just had a great time talking to her I love talking with Julie amazing artist really fun episode hope you enjoy and now here's the theme music from Zach Stevenson Today we have Julia Bryan, also known as Pizza Egg, on the Who Art Thou podcast. This is episode number 24. Thank you for coming on, Julie. I'm already tripping over my words, if it makes you feel better. <laughs> How's it going? Yeah, good no good to be here. No good to be here. Good. So uh, we know each other from NCAD. So I was kind of wondering, obviously, you being an artist and all, the very yeah. typical question is when I start this off, what made you want to be an artist? <laughs> um, so I, I've always been interested in art since I was a kid. Um, and I think I just have like a bit of a creative brain. I kind of, I kind of think more in images and pictures than I do in words. Mm. So being on a podcast is, is very nerve wracking for me because I have to almost translate my thoughts into words. Uh, so that people can understand them. Well, I'll keep telling you, you'll do fine. Don't okay, worry. sweet, sweet. It is It is one of those things where, though, like, as a, like, I have an episode of the series where I do with Jamie Boyd, who's a friend of mine who, like, likes modern art but hates more of it, I would say. Okay. So I would show him a painting and then get him to describe it. And I was like, don't know why I bother uploading it on Spotify. It doesn't really translate as well because you can't see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll be interesting for uh, for this episode as well. Mm. Mm. Well, we'll have, like, because I know we're going to talk about the, the cat illustrations, so we will have that displayed, obviously. We can even yeah. have it in the hidden cover photo if you want. Yeah, lovely stuff, lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. So, yeah, like, <clears> what, like so, um, and then when you were in NCD, so you went into print. Like, what kind of drew you to print over any of the other mediums that was there? Um, Honestly, like, am I allowed to curse? Yeah, oh yeah. You're allowed to say whatever you want. Just Amazing. Just a tiny bit. Yeah. Uh, not to shit all over NCAD, but... Um... <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yeah. I suppose like a lot of the, the fine art courses in NCAD, you kind of, they're very self-taught. Um, and I suppose I went into print because I wanted to learn a skill. And yeah. I was really interested in screen printing because anytime it was described to me, I just couldn't visualize it, you know, like you get you get a mesh screen and you code it with photosensitive emulsion and then you like um, 
expose an image onto it and it turns it into a stencil and you pull ink through it it's like it's wild yeah because honestly like when i when i heard print what my my mentor went to because i did a plc course before going into density i was like oh so we're just doing lino print yeah and it's like no that's not what it is at all yeah, there's so much more avenues that you can go down with it and i feel like they didn't show it to me when we did the tour of the college when we first went there as well so i hadn't a clue what it was was <laughs> Oh my God, my Fitbit watch is just saying <laughs> abnormal heart rate no. detected. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so nervous. Okay, oh my God, that's worry. so funny. Uh, I'll just take that off so that I don't like have a laughing <laughs> panic attack again. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, uh, print and NCAD was amazing. I uh, learned so many skills. Um, and yeah, like uh, there's, can't talk. Um, there was like etching as well, which is like, you get a piece of of uh, copper and you put beeswax oh, on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Uh, yeah, and you draw an image on it with um with like a spiky tool, and you put um what's it called bitumen on the back of it and throw bitumen. it in bitumen. It's called. It's like it's like what you fix roofs with. It's like oh, kind of okay. like tar. Um and uh, then you throw it in a bath of acid and it turns into like a nice copper plate and you run ink through it uh, and you run it through a press and it makes a beautiful image. But it's just it's just a wild process and I'm so glad that I learned how to do it there. Um, so yeah, NCAD was good. I uh, I enjoyed writing thesis and everything, um, but I accidentally wrote FAP on the side of my pe- thesis because you could write something on the side. So I was like, oh yeah, fine art print. And then I, I got it printed out. And like, I like I was taking my thesis. So I was like lo- looking when through did you, it. Did you discover it on the day? Like I yeah, I discovered it on the day when I was collecting it from oh, the thesis Jesus place. Christ. And I was like, why does it say FAP on the side of my thesis? I was like freaking out. I was like, what kind of sick joke is this? And then I realized it was a uh, fine art print. So yeah, that's uh that was a good that was a good thing that happened. Um yeah. <laughs> Bit, bit of a joke bit of a joke I did find like I, I I loved NCD like it was kind of right like my final year of NCD that I was there was like was like I was just there was a lot of stuff mentally going on outside it so I was kind okay. of raging that I didn't get to do embrace it a little bit more but yeah. one of the things I did find that you just say that you did with other disciplines like in graphic design and stuff it was very much kind of like we'll teach you but you have to do the main shit yourself. And it's like, what? But why? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know this. So can you not tell me what this what this means and what this does? And like, I remember there was even like, um, when it was for graphic, I saw I did visual communications. There was even like learning about t- the, the way of formatting text on in lines and like kerning and stuff. Yeah. And like, we'd never done it before. And so in my first year when they were just like, okay, so the kerning on this is all off. I was like, what's that mean? It's like, are you fucking serious? Like, why, <laughs> why are you in graphic design? I was like, well, I was going to do painting, but that scared me. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> <laughs> yeah like it's it's crazy like they kind of um like first year in NCD you kind of try everything it's like um a mismatch of yeah, yeah like you don't even know if you're going into fine art or design and they're they're two completely different skills um but you get through first year and it's almost it's it's really fun you get to meet new people and it's almost like portfolio class all over again you're just doing bits yeah and then suddenly you pick something and then you have second year and then the next year is just like, okay, now you have to do your degree show. You're on your own now. <laughs> this is only one year exactly of actually learning. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Like, but even like, I remember like the, some of the tutors were really lovely, but I remember I have one and I really, I really wanted to do painting. And I was like, yeah. I wasn't into doing, you know, these crazy fucking, you know, data art movement or anything. Like that. I just wanted to just paint people or paint landscapes, which, you know, in hindsight was kind of 
glad that I didn't go down that avenue because I'd be sitting here going, how the fuck do I make money off this? Business? Yeah. <laughs> but because um, it is, very, it's a very competitive world. But I had a tutor who's just like, yeah, you're not going to be able to get far with uh, doing that particular avenue. I was like, but that's what I want to do. And it's like, mm, not going to work. That's I was like, crazy. Damn it. Yeah, I'll name and, name and shame him after this. <laughs> So like, um, so you did print and then I was wondering like, how did, like, would print have informed the photography or was that just kind of an avenue that you just kind of wanted to go down? Um, actually I applied to do photography in IADT and I got in and I really wanted to do it. But, um, because I had been taking photos since I was like eight years old, I got my first SLR when I was like eight or nine. Oh, nice. My dad's friend is a photographer and, uh, his, uh, his kids weren't into photography and I always was. So he kind of like, he'd give me like photography classes. I go down to Wexford. Oh, and, what a legend. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. And he was just so excited that I was into it. So I, had, I got my Canon uh, 20D. And I, I had one of those. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah, oh, it was a class yeah, little camera. camera. CF cards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My one was red, I think, was the color of it, if I remember correctly. The CF card or the camera? The camera. Oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. Mine was black. My, my Nana got it for me as like a <laughs> Christmas present when I was like, I can't remember what age it was now, but I remember taking photos with it like crazy. Yeah. I got into taking photos of my friends like when they were just there and it, people were just like, stop taking fucking photos. I'm like, oh, oh my God. You'll like these in the future and then transpires that they weren't that nice. Oh no. <laughs> they weren't the most flattering photos going. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, um, I started taking photos like um, at house parties, like when I was like 14 or 15. Mm. So everyone in my school used to invite me to parties. Like even people that weren't my friends, like all the cool kids would invite me because I'd like document their party and take loads of cool pictures. And that's kind of like, like I was a bit of an awkward kid in school, you know, I was like kind of like emo kid. Yeah, yeah. But like, same. yeah, yeah, I was one of like the outcasts, but it was like by my own doing, you know, I was like, I'm too cool for everyone. Like it was a little bit yeah, like, yeah, yeah. but anyway, um, I'd get invited to all these like wild parties because I take photos of them i take all these kind of almost like club night photos um, and i'd upload them to facebook and then tag them all in it and everyone would be great or everyone everyone would be great (laughs) great yeah you're so great (laughs) um but everyone would like i guess like they'd feel good about themselves with the nice photos tagged to them and everything but remember there's one time where (laughs) i kind of do batch edits on them and uh i like edited a bunch of photos and just uploaded them all and I'd kind of be like, tag yourselves because I'm not artist. And my friend, my friend Chloe was like, Julie, Julie, she called me. She was like, you need to take this photo down. And I was like, what? And I looked at it and there was like two photos, like one after another. One was like a group photo. Everyone looked nice. And then the next one was a group photo. Everyone looked nice. But one girl had her tit out. Oh, no. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> I put that on on facebook well i deleted it in time and it didn't it didn't start anything bad but it's just it just it was yeah it was a really good crack like really nice way of meeting people um but yeah sorry i'm going totally off guard but yeah i guess i guess i just wanted to i was i was gonna go to iit photography but i just kind of wanted to like challenge myself a little bit more I know that probably sounds really like pretentious because no, I don't actually. That's like the whole point. Like, you know, like you kind of get, you, I get bored after I keep just doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah ex- exactly. So I kind of, I had, I had such a huge like build up of photographs, and I was like, oh, I wonder like where I can take this. Like, I have the skill of photography now, so like, can can I bring it into another dimension? <laughs> so I thought print would be a good kind of shout. Yeah, fair enough. Um. But yeah, yeah, I'm so glad I went to NCD, even though it was an absolutely wild experience. And 
yeah yeah some some crazy crazy times that we probably can't even talk about on the podcast no like we could, I'd, I'd love if we could talk about <laughs> rag week ball but we definitely can't no. talk about that and no. but it, i will say one of the things that like when going into city so i came from like the the plc course and then it was in a you know a private secondary school which the only type of painters that you'd learn about were feckin picasso and oh, yeah. all this kind of stuff so then you get an ncd and you watch your first performance art piece where a guy's making himself sick onto a canvas and you're just like what is this <laughs> yeah. yeah it's a whole different kettle of fish do you know exactly. actually with with the uh, with the boob story i have one where we were out in workman's and i was, was i was taking photos of everybody and i took one photo of a girl and then when i was going through them i was deleting them and a friend of mine was like why did you delete that one that's a nice photo and it's like because her her boob was out in the photo and oh, he was no just way. like oh, okay and then two minutes later he goes up because he's languid he goes oh bar's got a photo of your tits and i was just like what oh my the god fuck, man i was like that's Jesus, not, that's that is not okay. Mostly close to what was going on. Fuck's sake. She's just like, it's fine. And I was just like, okay, well, no, it's not fine. I, I don't, by the way. Yeah. Delete it very promptly. <laughs> very promptly. But yeah, I'm trying to think of stories in NCD that were wild that you could tell. But it was definitely, it was, I don't think, I, I don't have any that would be interesting. <laughs> but it was yeah. a cultural, it was definitely a cultural change for me in terms of like, because I remember when I was like 17 or 16, you know, you go to a couple of wild parties. You're kind of like, yeah. oh, this is mental. And then you go to an NCD party and you're just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely wild. But I, I feel like I'm really happy that I experienced it because I kind of got it out of my system, mm. you know? Um, and now, like, I wouldn't really be into that kind of wild party nightlife stuff anymore. No. Um, but yeah, had some good times. Definitely had some good times, but very self-conscious the entire time. Like, I'm just like, what am I wearing? Do I look okay? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, I have a funny story that I can share. Hmm. Uh, there was a sports day and there was an egg and spoon race. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. I actually won the egg and spoon race. <laughs> oh, no, you didn't, did I you did, actually? I did, oh, I did. Congratulations. And um, it was sports day, so it was like health week or something. <laughs> and what I won was like, I won like this little trophy. And it was like, you know, egg and spoon race winner, yeah. whatever. And a, bo- a bottle of wine and oh, an egg and a vodka. Nice. And I was like, very nice. this is such a wild <laughs> sports day experience yeah. <laughs> so i obviously i drank all of it and i got sick and the, you drank the nagging and the bottle of wine yeah they don't really mix they tend not to mix. i know yeah it was, it was a re- really really bad show but you look you look <laughs> you live and you learn you live and you learn exactly um but uh i actually have another f- funny actually i don't know even this is kind of going off topic again but uh going back to like taking photos when i was younger i remember i used to do this really mean thing to my friend rob i'm so sorry rob um <laughs> where like <laughs> and like this is terrible i haven't because... even said it yet is already apologizing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just terrible because i remember like there was a huge pressure to drink like when you were 16 or 17 mm. and like looking back like it was like oh, yeah, really bullying. Yeah, really bad bullying, like really yeah. bullying but um anyway my friend rob vowed to not have a drink until he was 18 yeah, I had a friend that did that as yeah. well, yeah. Yeah, which is so fair. And, like, to be honest now, I have loads of friends that don't drink at all. And I'm like, fair play to you. And there's not really that pressure anymore to have drinks like there was when you were 16, 17. But anyway, I thought I'd bully him because I took photos um, on nights. Um, I thought I'd bully him by taking lots of photos of him on nights. And then, like, slightly photoshopping his face. So he looked <laughs> out of it. And then, like, uploading them to Facebook. <laughs> And it was really funny because like at the start of the album, like he just looks just like slightly off, like his eye might be just like a little just bit a little off kilter, droopy yeah, or yeah. like, like his mouth. And then like by the end of the album, like it's just completely like taking a piss, like, <laughs> like he's just like drooling and stuff. But like, I don't know, like I definitely got into like taking photos and Photoshop and everything like in a really silly way, which I think is kind of 
kind of fun. Well, you're learning a skill. You're learning how to use a program that you could use later on. Yeah. So there's, there's that element to it as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's true. It's also fucking funny as hell. <laughs> yeah, it is funny, but, but bullying is not okay, guys. No. <laughs> we did have that. Th- it's funny, like, in high, like as soon as you said it, it's like we had one friend who's whose thing was we had one friend but we, uh, <laughs> one friend we one friend um but we had this one guy who uh he made a promise to his parents that he wouldn't drink before he was 18 yeah and that if he kept the promise that the parents would um buy him drink and that they would also invite people over for sessions at the house like that would okay. be kind of the condition that he, oh you went this far and we there was nights out where like we'd be hammered and just be going like, oh, why the fuck doesn't he just drink? Like, And just, in hindsight, you're just like, that's terrible. Like, yeah. He didn't want to. <laughs> I know, it's nowadays, crazy. If, nowadays, if a friend of mine says I'm not drinking, you just go, all right. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't I don't really drink that much anymore. Um, And like I might have one or two on a night out. I was like, fair. But like also if someone wants like to have like a million cans, I'm like, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, like it's just like, I don't, it doesn't affect me. As like, long as you're do not falling thing. all over the place and slurring your words when you're trying to talk to somebody, like to the point that, like, aggressively, then you're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Once you once you can kind of like um, look at at your actions when you are drunk and weigh them up and like make sure that yeah, yeah, you know, been a pain in the hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking. That the worst is when you get somebody who's like so just unbelievably out of it, and then the next day they're just like, "That was a good night, wasn't it?" It's like, no. You made everybody uncomfortable. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It happens. Few but counts. So, so, like, how how did the gig photography come out then? Because, like, obviously photography, and then, but like, because concert, I I've done a bit of gig photography, and it's a yeah. whole different kettle of fish to just taking photos with people or photos of something because everything's just fucking moving all the time. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and then the lights also, the whole thing having to fix. The, yeah. It's a whole different experience. So, like, what, do you remember what your first concert was that you photographed? Um, well, I used to bring like little point and shoot cameras to gigs anyway. Like, I'd just be in the crowd, like, and I'd just be taking photos like from the crowd with the flash <laughs> on, like two door cinema club. Like, <laughs> um, Good way I to start. Yeah, I mean, like, I I was just so obsessed with like capturing moments. I don't know, like, it's almost like little memories. Um, but I suppose like Zach kind of. Zach Stevenson, shout out, monkey, shout out, Zach. I don't think there's been a single episode that I've been on this podcast where Zach hasn't been mentioned on it. Oh, he, he's just, he's just an angel sent from the heavens. Like, I absolutely adore him. But uh, he actually asked me to take photos of his band, Monkey. Um, and they were the first band that I photographed. Uh, oh, Jesus, when was that? Like, back in, like, 2014 or 2015, maybe? Oh, don't tell me it's that long ago. Yeah, I know. That's actually wild. But we yeah. went to their rehearsal space. Yellow door. <laughs> yeah, so long. Oh, I, remember the, I remember these photos. They yeah. Were, they, were, they, were promo, they used them for a poster, I think, at some yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah they, they used them for some posters. And, you know, like, I, I kind of, I was experimenting with them a little bit. I was, like, changing their positions and everything. And we just, it was just really chill. We were, like, walking around, walking around the train tra- tracks and stuff, taking photos. I got to walk past, I think that was the time I got to walk past Girl Band's rehearsal studio space for the first time. And the wall was shaking and it was really cool. Um, the fucking floor was shaking one time and I was there yeah it's so cool (laughs) but uh yeah monkey like they as soon as I started taking photos for them then then James O's band uh sync got me to take photos uh for them and then yeah then I was just like posting a few photos online and then Jay's then I was like just doing my own photography stuff and then I was taking photos of Thumper and like Toy Girl and uh, uh, oh my god, shy mascot—they're actually amazing. They're, Don't know them actually. They're they're absolutely beautiful. Um, and um, 
their their rapper Jamel is such a legend. I've taken loads of photos of him. And uh, recently, we've kind of started taking photos of like DJ people and stuff, like Mallow the DJ. Shout out, shout out Mallow. Um, and then there's this absolute legend called Abdullah. Um, his his name is DTMD Magician on Instagram. We can edit it in afterwards. <laughs> but yeah, like um, yeah, I just. I just absolutely love taking photos of bands and because I have like such a like so many different cameras and different vibes and different films and I made my own camera uh it's an infrared camera how the hell did you manage to do that well I didn't I always say this I'm like yeah I made this camera guys (laughs) but I didn't actually I bought well I bought like a Canon uh one 1200d online and then I got someone to take it apart and take the infrared sensor off it is that how you achieve that color for the fact? Yeah. That you, oh wow. Yeah. Okay. So then it, it turns into a full spectrum camera or a ghost hunter camera, as some people call it, <laughs> because apparently you can see ghosts if you use a UV <laughs> filter on it. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I have that like that uh, fully converted camera. Um. And uh, yeah, it just takes infrared photos. So basically, if there's plants or any organic material, um the light bounces off the chlorophyll in the plant or like in your clothes and it will turn it red instead of green. Okay. Yeah, but it's cool. Like it's usually used for um um how you say <laughs> space photography, not space photography but like sky photography. Do you, know, do you know when I saw it what what it reminded <clears throat> me of now his his came out pink, but it was this Irish photographer who was like he went to Africa, I think. Oh, Richard Moss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that, like, is, like, is that the same thing? Because that's, like yeah. a, is that a camo thing, isn't it? So that is, like, the, he shot on Aerochrome film, which was made uh, during the Second World War um, to kind of spot, um, spot people hiding in trees. Like, because it, because the, basically the point of it was that, that, like, any kind of grass or shrubs would turn red but their army uniforms would stay the same color so they take aerial shots and then they find out where like people were hiding uh but like richard yeah richard moss uh went to the congo and took photos of uh child soldiers yeah i Um, remember going to the exhibition going fuck me this is intense (laughs) it's it's, they're absolutely stunning photos but um um i don't know it's kind of glorifying like child soldiers you know like i feel like it's like like they're beautiful photos but like what do they what do they mean like well that was because one of the things that i got from it um when when was it It was in the rha i remember Mm. but i remember going like oh this is really pretty and then you're kind of just like i was like there's a guy beheaded on the road it was like this is fucking you know yeah i felt like there's something like war photography is one of those weird ones because it is one of those things where like oh you know you need to have this documentation all that kind of karen but at the same time it's just like should you be taking should you you know like should you be taking these photos at the same time and kind of then using them as an exhibition space i think yeah do you know that kind of element of it yeah, it's a different, it's a confusing one. I never really thought about it too much in terms of glorifying it. But then when yeah. you kind of look at it, I suppose in the co- it, context is everything. Exactly. Yeah. Sure, sure, that's sure, that's it. Sure, that's why I'm here. You know, mm. like perception and context is so important. But I mean, yeah, Richard Moss is an absolutely amazing photographer. Um, and those, those images are stunning. But yeah, they do make you feel a bit weird and uncomfortable because... I just don't really know why they shot on it on on Aerochrome, and I love Aerochrome film. Yeah, like, but like, what I love about your photos now, and like, I genuinely mean this, is that whenever a photo comes out 
that say for instance if a band posts a photo yeah. I can instantly just go Judy took that photo <laughs> <laughs> like I just I was like Judy took that photo oh, I know amazing. for a fact she took that photo <laughs> it's usually like something a bit a bit wacky like wacky colours it's just the or... way you use colour in it yeah, yeah. like it's just that you just get these kind of images and also like the way you have your shading based with because you'll have these images where it's like they're quite like if the the black and it will be quite dark, but then anything else would be just. I'm not. I don't want to be explaining your work to you, but um, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you just have. I a, love like, it. You just, but you do just have that thing where you just like that's a Julie took that photo. I know for a fact Julie took that photo, and then you it'd be a band that I didn't even know you were working with, and you go into it, it's like there you go, Julie. <laughs> oh, amazing! Yeah, it's it's funny when I take photos of bands. I usually have like six cameras around my neck and I'm like trying to I'm trying to like pose them and I'm sticking my arms out and there's just cameras hanging off me and I'm like no you you stand there you stand there and then I'm like trying to take out my camera and then I have like a big mirror under the camera and they're like what are you doing and I'll take I'll take the photo and then I'll look at then I'll show it to them they're like wow that looks amazing but like I must look crazy like they must be looking at, at me being like look at this crazy woman like well, well that, like when did you start doing the, the moving kind of the moving photography oh, yeah. thing because they were they were so cool they are still oh, so I love cool them. yeah so that camera is so interesting oh, I love talking about cameras I can talk about cameras all day um, but that's actually a lenticular camera so like do you, know, do you remember no, I, like, I wouldn't know what these means now so like okay yeah you need to speak to me like I'm really dumb because I am. <laughs> so do you remember like you get like little Pokemon cards or something and like they'd be scratchy yeah. and you, you'd, you'd like move them yeah, and then yeah. the image would move and it'd be like a little character running or something or... Or just change their pose and all that kind of camera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so that's a lenticular image. So that camera was made for the purpose of like you take a photo, you send your negatives off and then they'll send you back like a scratchy lenticular image that you can okay. move. Um, but yeah now because because it, there's basically the camera has four lenses on it so it's like it's this wild looking camera um four lenses on it all on film 35 millimeter films so which go and get it developed uh but you take you take a shot and it records it from the four different angles and then because of that you can like combine them all and just pick one point one center point, one like, center point yeah. to like wiggle from and then you just like you know and like photoshop whatever two images that way two images that way and then it just does this and it looks <laughs> we all wiggling you know yeah, we vibing so out here cool like I, I remember the first time i saw i was like how the hell is she doing this like yeah it's 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 cool it's yeah. it's it's a vibe I'm, I'm a little bit sick of it now because i i just got obsessed with it for a while and it's a lot of work to make as well expensive too i would imagine if you get them all developed every time yeah it's just it's just like when you're scanning images sorry this is probably really boring but like no this is (laughs) it's also half frame camera so every photo like because there's four lenses on it each each lens is recorded in half a frame so when you're scanning it you can't scan it properly like so like if you got it done in cons like they won't scan that for you you have to buy your own scanner and then okay yeah it's a bit of pain in the hole that sounds like a lot yeah yeah but it's well the effect was cool yeah it's pretty pretty cool though (laughs) so the what we're we're talking about now is the illustration that that you've worked recently on that i've been seeing everywhere my masterpiece i think you had it on your even your uh, your your um bike helmet when you came over today as well yeah yeah (laughs) so so where did this now where did this come from now we won't talk because we do have a few voice messages to listen to of people interpreting it but if you just want to describe the image um um okay so it's it's (laughs) <laughs> it's an absolute masterpiece and i would definitely recommend if you haven't seen it before ridiculously cute it's just like it's it's honestly it's like one of those like career making images it's like i almost want to retire as an artist after making it because i don't think i could ever 
make something so beautiful and it's it's actually like it'll bring a tear to your eye the first time you see it because it's just so sorry i'm absolutely no yeah no but it's, it's so true like you know being present. There's nothing wrong being super proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah i drew this i drew this and um if you haven't seen it yet definitely look it up before because uh you have to make your own interpretation of it so the whole yeah, point we, of we it is to ask for the interpretation from you so, so uh, oh, or yeah. unless you want to no no i yeah. think it's i think like the whole beauty of the piece is that um yeah people interpret it as different things and people see different things in the image and i think like yeah your perception is everything you know yeah sorry we had to take a break there because i just erupted into tears because i was so proud of my cat Do not erupt into tears (laughs) but yeah anyway i i drew this piece and basically um i was so proud of it it was based off there's this image Actually, I probably shouldn't even say this, but anyway, it's based off this image of like that I used to have on my wall when I was a kid. And it was a little kitten looking in the mirror and he sees a lion, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, like, you know, you 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 see yourself as like this amazing thing. Um, yeah. And you're just a little kitten. So I I drew this and it's like it's it's a it's a loosely based off that, but it's not actually it's kind of like there's, a wild there's, there's take a on that. More to it, though, yeah. There's a lot more to it. But anyway, I sent it to my friend Dave because I had this like deeper meaning to it myself. And I was like, Dave, what do you think this means? And then Dave, <laughs> David killed off the absolute legend. Yeah, you've played it for me. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he he sent me back a three minute voice note because he wrote like a, something like a 2000 word essay on what he thought it meant. And it just, like, I I was not expecting that. And I just, like, I pissed my, I actually pissed myself. Like, I pissed myself. I was so happy. Um, But it just, he had this beautiful, beautiful take on it that we will, we will play and discuss. And uh, after, yeah, after Dave sent me that, I kind of sent it to a few other friends. And yeah, more friends had different takes on it. And everyone's take was so different. And I was so surprised. Like, a lot of people kind of see the same thing in it, but. A lot of people as well, when they look at it for longer, they kind of like, oh, wait, I didn't see it. that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure. I think Zach Stevens' take on it was <clears> that it was Al Pacino looking at Robert De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> One's a cop. And I was like, is this, this, it's like, is this the plot line for Heat? And he's like, no, it's not. This, this film hasn't been made yet. I was like, Michael Mann should direct. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> well, we listen to some voice messages. Yeah, yeah, okay. of course. Okie dokie. Will we start with the best or? Don't say that. Oh. <laughs> I mean, okay, uh, um, hmm, okay. I think I think we should just. I think we should start with Dave's. Okay, we'll start with Dave. Well, I think yeah, I've heard I've heard Dave. So yeah, start with Dave's and just give me a. Have you reminder. heard Dave's? You played it when we were in Chennai. I don't think I did. Oh, did you not? Oh my god, I don't think I did. Oh, okay. I thought that I did. Anyway, okay. This is this is. Are you ready? Yeah. Feline reflection, a digital work by Julie O'Brien. Circa 2021. Within this piece, we can see a ginger feline in a curled up child's pose positioned in front of a mirror. Within the reflection of the mirror is a similar feline, but it is a false reflection. I know, it's beautiful. Instead, it shows the illusory image of that of a lion with similar ginger hair and inflamed with a rich blonde mane. While the cartoonish form of this indicates the comedy of the work that is signature of early O'Brien's works that shows the true power of her visual voice. The initial message of the work signals that within every one of us there is both a deep connection 
the ancestry and both the unbound and perpetual voice force of evolution. The image of the lion has classically been the image of ferocity, courage, bravery and savagery. A prime example of this can be seen in the early Indian <laughs> 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 I, I like to, I like to take. Modeling the body of an English soldier. This strong image of confidence is a reflection of the true nature of the inner passion and drive within the bold and cunning, domesticated, fearless caddis. This initial message of the true inner machinations of a cat is a playful reminder of the lineage and connection to the wild that still remains within them. While at first glance this image may seem playful, there is, as with all of her works, a deep, profound message <laughs> to be found within this work, such as this feline, if I may be so bold, has found within themselves. As we look at the work, our eyes are first drawn into the feline of the foreground and then to the reflection of the lion. It can be noted that while the illusory line in the vanity mirror is gazing at the cat, curiously, the cat is gazing directly at the viewer. See, the okay, I'm pausing it there. Do you see that? Do you see that bit that he yeah. said there? So like, if you look at that image again, right? The cat in the mirror is looking at the reflection, but look at the cat that's looking in the mirror. He is looking at the viewer, you know? Well, even the thing that I noticed, I never, like, it's, it's funny, I'm just looking at it now, it's like, I know the white is, well, I think the white is meant to reflect it being, you know, that's a mirror to show that it's a reflection, but it's all going to be interpreted as scratch marks as well. Yeah. That's, that's crazy, though, like, that, that, that the amount of effort that went into it. I know, <laughs> I know, and it just, it just goes to show, like, you know, that piece just inspired Dave to to write that and it certainly did like holy shit you know and i i thought his take was was very nice about like the the cat looking out at the viewer but i just had to pause there because it's a bit it's a bit overwhelming if like you know it's just absolutely beautiful his his take and mm. we're only like he still he still has bits left you know but uh yeah yeah that's that's one interpretation <laughs> anyway Go on, Dave. No, it's fantastic. <laughs> the whole time I was like, I need to rethink mine. I'm going to write a new essay. No, <laughs> but that's that's a thing. Like your perception yeah. is everything. You know what what you think it is 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 the most important thing. Let's keep going. Yeah, yeah. So um, your interpretation is everything. And da- yeah, Dave just happened to have a very beautiful interpretation of that piece. Um, I think it inspired him a lot. So. At face value, right? I don't mean this in a sort of way. It is yeah. a very simplistic image. Oh, it you is. Yeah, a little bit more reading into it, you're just like, "What the fuck's going on in this?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fantastic. I just love the fact that I am seeing it everywhere as well. I just find that so funny that like I'll be walking down the keys and just like, "Is there another one?" There? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got I got a load of print uh, stickers printed out, and I've just been kind of plastering it up everywhere just because I think people deserve to see it. You know, yeah, you might as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> Did you not print it onto a t-shirt just recently as I well? did. I did. I went to Damn Fine Print and I printed a few t-shirts. There's only six of them. Mm. I might I might sell them soon. They're oh, very wow. like That's exciting. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I want to make some teas. I think it'd be cool. I just really like opening the dialogue and like just like it just it just opens so many silly conversations and so much fun <laughs> we're about to find some more ones. yeah yeah exactly i'll finish off dave's voice note anyway yeah. because um just just uh just to make him happy and everyone happy because it's happy within this trick of both perception and to perceived perception the true message of this work can be found within the expression of the lion in the mirror the puzzling look from the lion onto the domesticated cat is key to the true message. That's it. 
Sorry, that was it. Okay, oh, Grant. The oh, there you go. Sorry, <laughs> probably didn't even need that. Okay, well, yeah, that was Dave's per- per- um, perspective on the piece. Um, I actually, have you read Macbeth? Yeah, I actually only watched Macbeth uh, the other day. I watched Roman Polanski's version of it, which is the really super violent one. And then I figured out that it was Roman Polanski afterwards. I was like, God damn it. I don't want to be supporting that. Oh, no way. (laughs) I just was told that there was a really good like 1978 version of it. And I watched it and then it transpired that it was Roman Polanski's version. I was like, (laughs) oh, I actually I haven't watched any versions of it. Um, Uh, The Michael Fassbender one's really good. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Patrick Stewart does a really good one as well. Okay. Oh, no. Sorry. The best one. Sorry. The best one is the one that Sir Ian McKellen did with... uh, Judy Dench plays Lady Macbeth in it. Oh, beautiful! Black and white. It's fantastic. Yeah. I must, I must watch that because um, I had a had a nice take um, on on the cat image, and it was a Macbeth take. Oh, I can, I can play it. I think you, you may have heard this one. So this piece, um, I, I was at Caribou with a few of my friends, and my, and my friend hadn't done a, hadn't done a, a take on it. So um, yeah, it, I'll just play it here. So uh, the date is Friday the 8th of uh, July is 2253 uh, The interpretation of the piece by Judy Which is Cat Sticker uh, So uh, my feeling on this is that he is saying Is this a cat that I see before me? Uh, Meow punch it to my hand I guess Uh, So my interpretation of this is that he is a cat He's looking in the mirror He sees himself but really sees the dead generations before him Specifically his Great, 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 great granddad with an Edwardian poof around his neck. And uh, yeah, he's just he's wondering about his own mortality, I guess. So yeah. The funny thing is you rationalize it so well that you're just like, yeah, I can see that too. That makes that makes perfect sense. But it's just wild because he just came up with that on the spot. Like I just showed him the cat sticker and I was like, what do you think this means? And I was like, have a little think of it. Gave him like five seconds and then I... I was like, right, can I record you? And he came up with that. I was like, you are amazing. Like, that is absolutely insane. I can fucking see it as well. It's just, <laughs> yeah. a, just a new animated version of Beth. Oh, cartoon kid. Friend. <laughs> yeah, just kitty cats. Like. Of an extremely brutally violent play. Like. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it just it just goes to show, like, pe- people see different things. Um And, yeah. Well, that is the best part of, like, like as I said, that show that I do with Jamie, like, I'll show him pieces and he'll come up with like wild oh, rationales so for it like wild and then you're just like no that's not what it is at all <laughs> i need to get him to do one of the cast oh i can i'll, I'll message jamie on your behalf if you oh, want to yeah, well, you, do you know jamie i do know jamie yeah i'll message you can just message him just i'll ask him as well just yeah. to be sure because he'll come he'll come up with like that doug rod like when he does the one with me like most of his reactions he goes what the fuck is this like <laughs> uh, I, I can take it i can take it <laughs> Amazing. I, remember, I showed him. Um, do you know? You know Jean Claude and Christo. You know they were like an installation artists back in like. The, well, they were going for a while, but they would famously do like uh, they wanted. To, they like wrapped islands in Miami. I think it was Miami, oh, and wow. then there was like there was one where they had this iron orange curtain draped over some valley in the state, some desert valley. Oh wow! But I showed it to yeah, and takes it took an amazing amount of work. I think they're planning it for two years. It only stayed up for twenty four hours. I thought it was quite pretty. Um, but yeah. uh, I showed it to Jamie and I was expecting him to go I was like now this is a piece that doesn't have to have a meaning it's just nice to look at and he goes fuck this piece and I was like what and he's just like, you ruined the view that was already going on I was just like yeah but the curtain and he goes no fuck and he got so angry like visibly no angry he was like I hate this because I hate this so much and I was like 
Okay, like he hated it more than some pieces that I showed him, which I intentionally put in to annoy him. Like <laughs> that's wild. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, I got a photo of it here actually. I forget we have we do have a screen in front of us. <laughs> uh, yeah, where is it? Because you made my earthquake. Oh, you this make my earthquake. The curtain. The curtain. Yes, yeah, so this was it here. Oh wow! So he that his... reminds me of the Tame Impala album cover. It is very similar to the Tame Impala cover album, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're like 2013, or was it 2013? Or 2000... well, I don't even know the name of the album. I haven't a clue. I only have Currents. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the best breakup album. Uh, is it a breakup album? Absolutely. It's a breakup album. I need to listen to it again. Oh my um, god, it's the best breakup album I, ever. I, I got it on when I got it on CD. I was convinced because when that happened, starts playing. I convinced the CD already was fucking broken. Oh yeah, I can. Like, oh, actually, is it Bonobo? It kind of looks like Inner Speaker by, but I think I think hmm, I, I'm probably just. But uh, like like it's huge. But the funny thing, I just found it so funny. He got so angry talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I was thinking of migration by Bono- by Bonobo. It doesn't really look like that. It's a flame. But that is absolutely stunning. Yeah, it's gorgeous. But yeah. uh, no, he did not like it. <laughs> also, going back to Tame Impala being a breakup album. Oh yeah. Okay, so Currents. Sorry, Currents. The first one's uh, like Let It Happen. Nang's the moment. Yes, I'm changing. Eventually, the saddest song, gossip, the less I know the better, past life, disciples, because I'm a man, and then love paranoia, and then the last song's new person, same old mistakes. It's proper, like, start to finish, breakup album. Okay. When you listen to it. Listen to it again. Get get someone to break your heart, listen to it, and it's just beautiful. Oh yeah, because I'm dying for that to happen. (laughs) It's beautiful. It's my, my most favorite thing to do after a breakup is listen to Currents by Tame Impala. Anyway, back to the cast. Back back to the cast, yes. (laughs) Uh, um, so do we, we have another one do we yeah I have another one uh, let me see I will I will go back to I think no, let me see <laughs> oh, okay, yeah this one this, this 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 one was quite an intense one um, but it was also beautiful and it was it was, it was really interesting because she was saying to me she was like oh, I don't I can't see anyone else's perspective on it because I look at it and this is exactly what I see first time so but it, it was such a obscure view but i loved it here so i think this is a cat but it's kind of zebra vibes i was thinking leopard but then i was like no it's more libra because of the stripes and then i saw this little window and i think that this cat is probably like six years old and this is probably the cat's brother who died at birth oh kind God. of like <laughs> rut of the group no runt thank you runt of the group because he looks like he's a baby and he's in a little bit of a cloud and he's actually he's in a little air bubble but he's also on a cloud and there's strikes over him and he looks really like like a baby so i think that they were born at the same time he's like six he's thinking about his birth and he remembers that there's a little runt in the group that passed away and he's thinking about him and he's up there in the cloud saying hello i know i know and it's it's so it's 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 really sad and it's 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 beautiful uh keeping in mind this was like 3 a.m on a night out yeah um but but like it, it was just it was just interesting because that's what she saw you know like yeah um, i didn't see any of that so like yeah i just thought it was interesting that she thought she thought that the the like this poofy thing around him was the cloud and he was looking through a window and he saw like a cloud and he was lo- like talking to anyway that was a bit of an intense one but it was uh i do like it as well though yeah yeah, there hasn't been any takes where I'm just kind of going like, no, that's just that's just dumb. Okay, we got we got to get a dumb one. <laughs> <laughs> Can 
your friend is going to love this because hey, they, remember that take? This is the dumb one that we put in. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah, no, no. Well, actually, I I was at Beyond the Pale Festival and I met this really cool dude uh, who was serving pints and I like he was like, hey, how's it going? And I was like, hey, this is my cat sticker. Uh, what do you think it means? And he was like, oh, like it's a cat. And he's like doing lines of cocaine, but the surface is kind of reflective. Um, so when he looks in the surface, he can see the evil version of himself, but he chooses not to look. He's looking out because he's, he's not looking in the mirror. He's looking out. Um, and he's just on cocaine. And I was like, wow. Okay. You know, cause the lines, the reflection. There are, yeah. There are lines there on it. You yeah. know, he, that, that could be, that could be <laughs> drugs. Drugs are bad. Don't do drugs. Um, but that was, that was an interesting take that I heard um another recent take that I heard was that like someone was like that's definitely Schrodinger's cat oh Schrodinger's cat. I like that as yeah. well yeah Schrodinger's cat yeah that's the one in the box isn't it if you open the box did you kill the if you open the box and realize that it's there you killed it or something isn't it yeah it's yeah. like is 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 the cat it, the cat is it the there's a oh my god there's a box actually I'm gonna look this up so I don't sound like an idiot <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like a box and then he puts the cat into it and it's like the whole thing is that is the cat the cat's still alive until you open the box and if you open the box now that the cat's dead oh Schrodinger stated that if you place a cat and something that could kill the cat a radio or like a radioactive atom in a box and sealed it you would not know if the cat was dead or alive until you opened the box so that until the box was opened the cat was in a sense both dead and alive I still think the cat's dead, in my opinion. Really? <laughs> okay. If you, if you put it into a box, do you not think so? If you put it, if you put it into something that's going to kill it, surely that means that it's dead. Yeah, like I didn't. I never heard the radiation aspect of it. Now, to be honest, I always thought it was you just put it into a box and you didn't feed it. Yeah, actually, do you know what? That's that's Wikipedia. But here on the side, it says in quantum me- mechanics. Ooh, Schrodinger's cat is a thought experiment that illustrates a paradox of quantum super super superposition. In the thought experiment, a hypothetical cat may be considered simultaneously both alive and dead as a result of its fate being linked to a random subatomic event that may or may not occur. So it may or may not occur. Okay, so the cat may or may not touch the atom. I'm trying to take you seriously with what you're wearing on your head at the moment. <laughs> I, uh, I have I have a safe. I have like a worm on a string in my ear on an earring because he's like my safety worm. And I also like it. I like wearing him on nights out because like when I'm looking someone dead in the eye and then the worm is also it, yeah. looking at I'm like, do you look in my eyes or do you look in the worm's eyes? I actually, I brought you a worm on the string. I forgot. Oh, thank you. Here you go. I oh, got a black so one because nice. it's emo. Kind of emo. And I was like, Barrett, it's like before. cool rocker dude. You know, got to oh, give him thanks. a worm on a string. <laughs> forgot about that. Um, hmm. Oh, that's adorable. Judy, thank you so much. No worries. No worries. Um, because I don't have my ears pierced. I, I suppose, like, like, I don't think you're really meant to put them on your on your ears. You're meant to, like, play with them. Because there's, like, a see-through string, and then it looks like it's alive, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you, like, oh, play with them. Oh, little eyes are adorable on yeah, it as well. Yeah, little googly eyes. <laughs> he's almost like a seahorse as well. Actually. He does look, like, a bit like a sea. He's a good one. He's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so no much. No worries. I don't know where I'm going to put I'm going to have to put it safe now. <laughs> I genuinely don't want to lose that. Yeah, he's a good one. I'll leave him here, though. It's, it's very rare to get a black worm on a string as well. Because they're always like, they're, I don't know, they're always like pink and... Oh, are they? 
Yeah. Oh, I, well, you said, I don't know. I've never seen them before, now, to be honest. Have you, you've never seen a worm on a string? No, I've never seen a worm on a it's string It's just before. a worm on a string. Like, oh, really? That's it. Like, that's pretty much <laughs> it. But they're just beautiful. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, like, uh, we could have a whole podcast on worms on a string. <laughs> Well, it's funny, like as like your friend James, my friend as well, that was over here. We talked about Metallica for far too long. Oh yeah, and he's just he's like, I knew we were going to, but not for that long. <laughs> I actually have a very funny Metallica story. If it's not going to, yeah, we're going. I went to see Metallica with James actually, and uh, my friend Phil and Evan and Harry, and um, I was like, oh my god, there's a band playing after Metallica. This is wild. Like Metallica and Slain. I saw the lineup. Yeah. Oh my god! And also, I wrote "Hail Satan" on my face as nice. a joke, and then everyone kept everyone kept coming up to, uh, up to me and being like Archangelo, but I didn't know who Ghost were at the time. Oh, see, I don't know Ghost, so that 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 flew over my head. Completely. Okay, I was just like Satan's awesome. So yeah, I, I just thought it'd be funny, like a Metallica. But apparently, but like, uh, so Ghost have a song. Uh, called Year Zero and it's amazing. It's just like Hail Satan, welcome <laughs> Year Zero. But anyway, anyway, sorry. Uh, we were at Metallica. Ghost were supporting. Amazing gig. But there was a band after Metallica playing, and I was like, guys, are we gonna stay for the band after? And they're all looking at me, being like, there's no band um, after Metallica. Like that's not a thing. And I was like, yeah, but like, why is it? Why does? Why is there's a band called Curfew after? Oh, Metallica and they were like curfew it means the fucking thing is over and I was just thinking like wouldn't it be great to be call your band curfew, curfew. you know it's, yeah but what, kinda... what type of music would it be I think I feel like it'd be a punk band I think yeah curfew yeah, yeah. skater punk maybe um no Metallica that was a gig that I was like I was so drunk at it that at one point oh, no. I was like uh I was um watching them and I was so drunk and I was like, man, isn't the light show fucking amazing? And then all I could hear is my friend Alexis going, Barra, your eyes are closed. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh my God, your eyes are closed. There's a photo of me eating a box of um, Eddie Rockets cheese fries. Mm. And it's the most unflattering photo that I've ever oh, seen. Lord, it's show just me, that. me and I have cheese all in my beard. all like, and, and just, just this hair. Like For some reason, my hair did like a center parting. It's just, I just, I'll try and find it, but it's it's not it's Stunning. not a nice photo. <laughs> Stunning. <laughs> That's that was, amazing. I don't know if I've ever told you this story before. I've told the podcast before, but who gives a shit? Um, it was like... Uh, so my friend Alexis went off to watch Ghost and I was like, well, yeah. fuck you. I'm going to go watch Stiff Little Fingers. And he's just like, okay, I don't get, we were, we got into some really stupid argument. Met up later on, it was fine. There were two stages? No, there wasn't. That's the thing. But um, oh, I got oh, really, I got really, really, no, no, that's how drunk I was. I was okay. like, where's, where's the other stage? And he goes, it's the same stage. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> but um, I got really drunk. And then there was a girl that I met and like, I was only fresh off a breakup, like very yeah. fresh off a breakup. And I was get, there was this girl, we were chatting away, flirting like crazy. And then I was like, oh, this is actually going really well. This is great. And then Stiff Little Fingers come on and they start playing Alternative Ulster, which is like, a, like I was raised on them by the dad's favorite band um, at the when he was younger. But uh, he they start playing that song and I start just go <laughs> and oh, start no. crying. And she goes, what? And she's like, uh, it's like, I just really wish my dad was here. And she goes, oh, when did he pass? And I was like, oh, he didn't pass. I just really, I just really wish he was here. And she just looked at me. She goes, you dickhead. And like slapped me and then walked Oh, away. no. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was just, so I was just standing there just going, all right, we're just going to go get a pint now. Oh, my God. That is so intense. <laughs> I can't believe she slapped you. Oh, yeah. She, well, not like it wasn't a big fucking <clears throat> thing, but it was like this kind of like, kind of like a little kind of backhanded bitch slap thing to the yeah. face but um don't mean bitch because she wasn't being a bitch but just you know what you know that type the of slap, slap. the yeah. slap yeah. yeah 
yeah but that's uh, uh yeah. that's like uh my friend has a joke like whenever anyone's like sleepy it's like oh god rest her soul it's like she's dead it's like no she's not dead she's just really <laughs> tired she could do it with a rest <laughs> oh do, do we have another uh, yes we do we do now i just need to uh make sure that we get the right one um what's this one they're all kind of random come on <laughs> oh that's weird obviously you got like you know the surface level interpretation you know the cat obviously <laughs> thinks that he's an 18th century baron and is wearing a fucking fluffy collar and Indeed. has shit to say in court <laughs> and shit where are people getting but, these interpretations from what people don't seem to realize is that the icicles on his back are black because not many people realize that the black death actually took place during the ice age Sorry, that was a bit of a silly one. <laughs> no, it didn't. Clearly, didn't. Yeah, that was a really, really silly one. Um, what was I know... he smoking? <laughs> yeah, bit of a bit of bit of a, a a weird take, but you know, still valid. You no, know, still, well, I don't know about that. But... <laughs> yeah, I kind of forgot about that one. Yeah, that was a that was a wild one. It's just a bit of a of wild like character. I like it. Yeah. Uh, the Black Death did not originate in the Ice Age, though, as far as, as, far as my history oh, well, degree yeah. goes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't I don't really have a lot to say on that one. I mean, you know, some, some people, p- people have their own perception on reality. And perhaps his perception on reality isn't the same as, as ours. Reality, yeah. You know, everyone's reality is different. It's like... I just thought, like, how do you think they're icicles? It's like... It, it, I do like it. I honestly, I do like it. It's just, it is one of the, it is one of the wilder ones that we've heard today. It is. It is one of the wilder ones. You know, we do love a hot take on this pod. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna flick through some of these and see because I don't have them labeled. So let sure. me see what this guy is. That's the true artistic merit. Oh, sorry. Okay, this is the same guy, so I won't I won't do do too many of his because. Okay. Um. Like first critique of that. Oh, this is this is James O actually. Oh, shout out, okay. shout out, James O on the pot. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just, I've been listening to too much Joanne McNally. Okay, I don't. I've never listened to Joanne McNally. Oh, she's great. She's fucking yeah. class. Um, anyway, I'll play James's. But like, first critique of that incredible piece of art you sent me is that, you know, that cat could look in at the ultimate version of himself being the lion that I can see from that, but he or she does not care about being a lion he or she is more occupied with what she is looking at which is the person behind the lens which is you oh that one's very sweet i know it's amazing because when when you look really closely at it like if you look at the eyes the eyes on the tiger he's looking at you you know i really like that one that's really sweet yeah it's very very sweet because it just it just goes to show like you know that like there's there's such a a huge pressure to look a certain way and act a certain way oh yeah sure don't yeah and like a tiger it's it's impossible for a tiger to be a lion you know and it's like society wants you to be different and it wants you to change how you look and it wants you to be this perfect thing but uh you know you're actually perfect the way you just the way you are and the lion look if you look at the lion's fucking sorry no no you're no. allowed to sorry i keep you keep saying it's an 18 plus podcast you're allowed to say whatever you want <laughs> that was just as unnecessary as long as you don't incriminate anybody oh my god the episodes where myself and zach when we do these when we get drunk 
the level of swearing that we do we describe everything as like this fucking stupid fucking and you're just like there's no need for that language it's like <laughs> i don't actually curse like this in normal, yeah. normal human um <laughs> times uh what was that uh so yeah basically it's 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 like the the version of yourself that society wants you to be it's like you're a tiger and it's impossible to be a lion and you're perfect the way you are but then the reflections like looking back the expression on the lion's face you're like he's a bit pissed off because he's like hey what the fuck man yeah. you're supposed to want to look like this <laughs> look at me <laughs> yeah why aren't you looking at me why don't you want to be me and i think you know that's really important because you know like, like with the like rise of instagram and like selfies and like pictures of people with beautiful bodies and stuff online it's just like it's just like this false sense of reality and like it's impossible to be that and you should just be happy with what you got yeah and i do hate the kind of recent rhetoric of like just you have to look good all the time it's like what yeah. if i don't want to look good today yeah. <laughs> that's like last night i was i actually i was i was out with james last night and uh i came i came back in i was staying at my parents house and uh my dad was like did you go out wearing that because i was just wearing like this hoodie and like a, a wild looking yeah, yeah. jacket and i was like i didn't want to look good today dad actually um yeah but yeah Actually, you know the thing that i get i get from my parents is like is like are you ever just not going to wear all black and i was like i like wearing all black yeah and my mom and like the other even the other day was like um i was we went for dinner and i was wearing like just one of my normal like heavy metal jumpers and she's like are you ever going to grow out of that that heavy metal thing and i was like what do you mean grow out of it and she's like She's like, like, it just seems like it's something that you would wear into when you're teenagers. I was like, mom, I'm 27 years of age. I still listen to it very actively. I'm not going to grow out of it. And she goes, yeah. I just wish you wouldn't wear all black. It's like, what difference does it make? Yeah. Like, it's the way that I want to wear my clothes. And it's, it's, it's so <laughs> absurd when you think about it for, for long enough where you're just like, I live in a society and the <laughs> like bits of cotton that I use to cover my like genitalia and like nipples like are a certain color and someone's getting offended and it's just like like when you think of it in those kind of terms like it's actually so absurd and yeah it just makes zero sense like it's yeah it's like fucking being happy is most important i've had the conversation of somebody saying oh you like meadow so you must worship satan and i was just like no i don't even believe he's real to start with yeah that's it that's always because because it's funny like i've been to like i know we were talking about like mishoga and like like metal gigs i've been to metal gigs and they have um little mosh pits going on and like everyone is so nice like at the end like i was at a metal gig and like at the end everyone like picks up all the stuff that's like uh, that people have dropped on the ground and they just hold it up above their head sure like as i was saying like when i was at napalm death a guy's phone went fucking flying halfway through the show and then just suddenly this lad stands up and he goes i've got the phone whose phone is (laughs) this and then a guy was like that's a lot of the a lot of this cat piece um i don't have a name for it yet i was gonna call it caddis felis but i don't know because I, I, any kind of any kind of name that you have for it might change your does interpretation it have to be of it named, do you think no i don't think it does i don't think it does because i because he called it feline reflections and i love that but like you know then there's this the, the people that that um have different interpretations of it where there's no reflections i'm like mm. oh um yeah cool well will i play another thing yo yo yo, yo. <laughs> just <laughs> meow like <laughs> yo <laughs> you that'd be very meow. meow for a meow <laughs> for a meow no for the thing just call it meow you know i meowed until sorry i meowed i had this thing when i was a kid where i wouldn't speak i just meow until i was like seven it was really weird um <laughs> yeah i remember like i remember when i was like eight years old and uh i as like 
staying at my friend's house and her ma got really ma- mad at me because she was asking me questions and I just kept meowing oh I was such a weird kid <laughs> anyway anyway but like now I'm making why, these masterpieces why so. yeah why was the, what, the meow was it just it's just, a th- just a thing you know that like kids go through like some some weird obsessive phases and you just have yeah. to like let them go through with them and, and not, like my parents are like very supportive of, uh, very supportive of me thinking I was a cat okay and I grew out of it and I'm fine. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't think I'm a cat. <laughs> she says that she goes to lick the microphone. <laughs> That's actually so weird. Like, do cats do I already got it today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll play a thing. It's so hot in this room. I know, isn't it? I, it's so I, funny. Like, is the, is the wind, maybe we could open the door if the wind, wind might not be too bad. Yeah, we can get away with that. Okay, swag. Okay, what's this one? I love the last one because that's me. Sorry, that's Jesus, say, that is that's you. me. <laughs> no, we don't want that. Love the last one. That's me again. Sorry, I'm so sorry. This is gonna be like the most edited podcast. No, don't, the ones with Zach are the ones most edited ones. They are fucking terrible sometimes. Oh. There's so much shy talk in them. Oh, oh, don't tell me it's running out of power already. I only charged it yesterday. Has it died? We'll get Has it died? Has it died? Okay, this is uh, my fr- my good friend Leo. Oh, yeah. I think it's a cat. I think it's a cat. Your inner self is trying to tell you something. But what is it trying to tell you, Julie? What the fuck is it trying to tell you? <laughs> you gotta look deep inside, girl. You gotta free that shit out, baby. It's there. It's there somewhere. You'll find it. I believe in you. Uh, that's actually a really nice, a nice one. one as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny that that, one, that voice note came up after you was talking about me thinking yeah, I was a cat. A cat. <laughs> um, let's see what this guy is. Oh, this one went open. Do I have many more? Some of them I have. Some written ones, though. Oh, this is... Uh, sorry. Who's this one? This is Mark Crabb. Okay. Um, he's an absolute legend, and he's a good friend of mine. And his second name is Crab. Like, so. Yeah, wait, his second name is actually Crab. Yeah. Never heard the surname. Oh, I know. It's beautiful. Life. It's beautiful. I actually, I kind of wanted to marry him because I wanted to be a crab, but <laughs> it's okay because he, he has he's a beautiful girlfriend and they've been together for like five years. But anyway, <laughs> Jesus, I'm just going like, to start talking about that. Um, anyway, I love Mark. He's just a legend. And here is his interpretation of Crab. Like, I know it's a cat looking in a mirror, but it looked like a magic mirror to me where this cat is gaining confidence by asking the mirror who it thinks is beautiful and the mirror tells it tells the cat that it's them that's what it looks like to me anyway um critique uh without criticisms um of course <laughs> he reminds me a little bit of garfield i suppose in the orange so immediate connection with childhood and uh media so that's good good artistic view uh, the mirror and the cat represent ourselves. So a lot of deep meaning behind that too. And mm. uh, in general, I mean, we all have fleas, don't we? It's just how it is, how it is in the world. So I think you've captured everything uh, perfectly. That's a, that's Mark's interpretation of the magic mirror, mm. which, is, which is an interesting one. I um, what did you mean perfectly at the end by perfectly? Perfect. 
<laughs> oh, we going into the cat jokes. Into the cat jokes already, yeah. I'm feline this. Oh. <laughs> You've cat to be kidding me right meow. <laughs> right meow. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I was about to say swag again. Okay, I'm not going to say swag. Right. Are we, are we going? Are we going live? Are we yeah, live? We're live, yeah. We're live. Okay, so... um we're 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 doing it live. I just got a new voice note in. We're gonna listen to it live on the pod. We haven't heard this one before, so this is a huge, yeah. huge. It's unreleased. It's it's brand new. It's brand spanking new. <laughs> What's another expression for new things? It's oh a baby. My God, I feel so dumb not being able to say what is another word for new. It's fresh. <laughs> it's so fresh. It's just from the bakery. <laughs> I don't know. Right out the oven. Right out the oven. oven with these buns. Okay, this is from, from my friend Ro. Um, okay. Hola. I wanted to tell you what I thought your cat means because I think he's very cute. Um, so I was looking at him and he looks pretty happy when he's not looking in the mirror and the reflection doesn't look very happy. And I recently moved into a new room and I don't have a mirror in my room. Um, and so I was thinking that maybe the little cat is happier when he's not, uh, well, like maybe it could be interpreted as like the internet too. And the image you put out of yourself, but maybe not ruminating on that too much. And he's just, you know, living his life, connecting with people, <laughs> connecting with us, the people that he's looking at. Um, nice. Yeah, maybe he's just happier when he's not thinking about how he comes across. That was my, what I thought. That is beautiful. There's only like two pieces of, you know, there's only two sections to the illustration yet. The amount of fucking crazy interpretations you get is unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, like that, that, that was a, a beautiful interpretation. Um, because it's true. It's true. Like it's, it's nerve wracking putting your image out on the, on the internet. I mean, you're happier when you're not being so reflective of yourself. Yeah. You know, like it took me ages to, like, I used to have this kind of like, imposter syndrome thing where if i was drawing something or illustrating something i was like i'd be, it'd be done i was like oh i like it and then i was like i'm not gonna put it on instagram though because i'm just afraid of like yeah. not getting this amount of likes or not getting a comment going hey this is cool and then eventually you have to learn to just suck it up and just go i need to start getting myself out there at the same time but it is extremely nerve-wracking especially yeah. if it's something like personal to you as well even absolutely if, even if it is just a sketch of like I don't know, someone you're one of your friends and they just to put it on the internet, it's like, oh, fuck, why do I have to do this? And, and it's crazy how our brains are wired like that since we were kids. Like, I'm, I mean, like, I remember being 12 or 13 and like my whole life, well, not my whole life, but like, I, I remember being absolutely heartbroken when Bebo shut down because I was like, I, I got so Bebo. much love. You know, yeah. I had all the love collected on my profile and it was just like, then Bebo disappeared and it just meant nothing. And it was like heartbreaking for me because I was like, oh i'm cool because i have this amount of love and it's just so fucked that like we're taught to quantify yourself in terms of that kind of thing big words love it there's only like eight words in that i think Uh, eight letters oh (laughs) but it is still yeah you do you you you, uh you basically add up everything that and then you're kind of like oh i'm gonna interpret this as this is how much people like yeah like Like followers yeah it's like like no one's gonna fucking send you love when you're out with them do you know yeah (laughs) and then you realize as well like when as you get older like like do like the, there be people that like comment on your photos with like hearts and flames and stuff and you're like yeah that's great but like would that person actually be there for me what was that oh, you yeah, know yeah. it's like a lot of it is like very superficial and i think like i think we're 
I suppose, lucky that we didn't grow up like as kids with Instagram. Yeah. I feel like that is absolutely terrifying. Like, like seeing kids, I remember walking in on um, a kid who was babysitting, like making a TikTok and oh, like doing I've, a TikTok I, dance. There's kids on our roads doing TikToks that are like 10 years of age, 12 yeah. years of age. And like, I'm going like, they're fucking risky dances for a 10, yeah. 12 year old to be yeah. making. Like it's, it's crazy yeah yeah and it's and it's like like we were actually we were down uh swimming in Dunleary the other day at the 40 foot and nice. uh, i remember like like they were they were it was like longitude there there was it was full of like 16 17 year olds and they were all drinking and everything and they're all having crack but like they were being quite rude and stuff and kind of just like they seemed like really on edge and stuff and uh i was just kind of thinking like being 16 or 17 that was like a really hard time because you're you're kind of like drinking you're trying to you're so like self-aware you're trying to impress everyone you're trying to be a certain i don't know you're trying to like oh no it's a completely nerve-wracking like it like, yeah. like even like um like i was trying to fight if you know you're trying to figure yourself out but you're also at the same time you have to conform to everything like that's going around yeah. you as well like it's going to going to a private school like with a bunch of rugby lads and all that kind of carry on even the notion of me listening to heavy metal was interpreted as oh barris lets his wrist or he fucking wears eyeliner Jesus. all this kind of shit yeah and i was like i don't do any of that shit like i yeah. don't I do I, like that and that it's me it's like it's a me it's a genre of music i don't know why like you interpret it as yeah. all this kind of like just all this other stuff and then it was like if you like something if you like something that was kind of a little bit different it meant that you were gay and you had people calling you gay and all that like not that there's anything wrong with it but it's like jesus i can only i can only like i have younger cousins now and i can only imagine like just what's going on in their heads to try and just be in any way their their own selves at the moment yeah like without having all this need of like my uncle's fucking terrified of Instagram. He's like, this is like, the, just the shit that's on it is unbelievable. This, yeah. And it's always these selfies and doing these poses and trying to just be like cool. And then yeah. and I can, it's, it's, I can only imagine what it does to your head. Yeah. Like Betty was telling me actually that kids these age who are like, I think 12 and upwards, their attention span is about five seconds. That's yeah, because they're subject, that. because they're subjected to just image after image after image. And your brain is not, our brains are not yet programmed to deal with that level of information that is at you at a constant yeah. basis. So they re- they reckon, I think it might even be lower than five seconds, but so, so she's trying yeah. to, de- she tries to design for, she does stuff for kids and stuff. And she goes, you have to find a way to hook them in with a color or with a thing just yeah. as immediate as possible. Because if they don't, if you don't have them in the first three or four seconds, they're gone onto something else. That is, which is terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. terrifying. And, and you're right. Like pe- people definitely like put their whole worth into like likes on on instagram and everything like that and like you were saying when you were you you kind of when you didn't go with the crowd in school um and I, like it just seems like if you didn't play rugby or if you didn't like act a certain way like you were just like an outcast it's just it's just wild you don't have a hive mind no yeah you know? exactly yeah <laughs> we don't we're not all the same person you know we can have different personalities yeah. and it's okay <laughs> I, I, thankfully now i'm glad that i'm not living in that friend group like that type of area group where just everything yeah. was just good gay and you're just like <laughs> you're just like Matt, it's, what? yeah yeah what does that even mean yeah, yeah. um no the, yeah. the like it's funny like my mom always goes because would you send would you send uh, your kids to the school to that school and i was just like oh i don't think i would to be honest yeah like uh, and she's but it's a great school and i was like it like it is a great school in terms of like education and that kind of stuff but in terms of nurturing your head it's like ridiculous like i remember even getting into an argument with the principal because he was like um who didn't know my name by the time that i left 
um, despite the fact that my mom used to work there. But um, when I was when I was leaving, he was like, "What's something you would change with the school?" I was like, "Well, probably maybe not much of an emphasis on rugby, and yeah. maybe try and you know tell the art Inclusive. students that they're great or like fund the yeah. I was like, uh, put a few more supplies in the art thing." And he started giving that to me because we spent this much on painting, we spent this much on canvases. And I was yeah. like, "You're missing the entire point altogether. You're quantifying mm-hmm. it with money." I was like, "Where I'm talking about actually." putting in an effort to you know have them do posters for yeah. something like this or have them do create it was no that kind of thing it was very yeah. kind of man it was all it was always sport everything had to be sports i we didn't like yeah. sports it seemed like a douche like <laughs> it's it's wild i i have huge issues with like the irish school system and i think like my my uncle came over from japan the other day and um he's he's well, he's my great uncle. He's, I think he's 85 and okay. he's lived there for 65 years. So wow. he moved when he was 20. Um, and like, there's there's a huge pressure in Japan to do very well and everything like that. Um, there's massive pressure. But he has a, he has a huge issue with Irish schools because he think, he said that like the pressure of the leaving cert um, is just insane. You know, like it's just, it's so unnecessary. Like it's like you build up these six years of your life. Oh, I can't believe we're talking about the leaving cert, uh, but you, it, it's it's all for this one moment in in the leaving cert. And then, like, if you if you're going to private schools, you're going to certain schools that are like prestigious. It's like you have to whatever you pick, you have to get into it, and you have to yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. And it's like you're 18, like dude, like take a break, take I, a year out after finishing <laughs> school, get a job, learn some real people skills. You know, well, well thankfully, like, cause I like. I, I was I was originally going to do history before I went to NCD and then um, did a port did, uh, did a portfolio in uh, when I was in sixth year of, of secondary school and was like okay send it off and I didn't get good grades in it I got good grades in fine art and IDT I remember but like I don't think it was enough no what I could have got in but it was like graphic design I got I got terrible marks in it like just I think like I didn't pass at all and then I was kind of like okay maybe we should just go with the history thing and then my mom and dad thankfully who were very supportive who always very supportive just like just do the PLC course yeah and I was like what and I was like I was like what and they're just like I was like but then it's a year and then I'm behind a year of all my yeah. friends and mom's like who gives a fuck just do the PLC course oh, what a what great mommy do? oh yeah very good mommy yeah and I was th- thank god I did it because I was like I could, like I could see myself now doing like something history based and I would be enjoying it because I do find it very interesting like I read history books all the time yeah. but I would still be just like oh I don't think I could do it as a profession I'd go fucking mad like, yeah, yeah. and knowing that it's like oh why I get why can't I get why can't I make uh, like make the art that I want to make is the main thing yeah. yeah there's something very liberating about able to just sketch a little image and just be like oh I feel good now yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely uh, but yeah I think there's 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 a huge thing to be said about taking a year out um especially after school like a year really isn't a long time i feel no. like i feel like i'm like talking as if like your podcast is aimed towards like 17 year olds definitely it's, isn't it's meant well it's a conversation well, it can be aimed for it's aimed towards anybody as long yeah. as it's not my mom and dad <laughs> but like i i uh i i met this woman um i was working on a film set and i met this woman and she was i think she was like 50 and uh she worked in accounting or something like that until she was 40 and then she did a costume design course when she was 40 and now she's 50 and she's like rocking it yeah she's yeah. absolutely rocking it and she she like you know she changed her career at 40 because she was like you know this is another 25 years that i have it like i just think it's absolutely insane that like at 18 you're picking you're picking some sort of degree and it's like that self-worth thing again it's all like going in on like oh i have to get this course and you go in you're like i have to do this oops oh, what was that it's your watch oh, my watch sorry um <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. Is this okay? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like your your self worth is just put on what course you choose, and it's so much. It's so much unbelievable pressure 
um like I, I think I got I got to second year of NCD and I had like a meltdown it was so much pre- pressure going from second year into final year and I took a year out and I was like nearly failing took a year out got a job like went to therapy went back to college and I did absolutely unreal in college and it was like this huge thing it was like oh my god I'm taking a year out and like my family was like oh my god she's taking a yeah. year out it's not a big deal no it really it's, isn't it really especially isn't. if you're going to be working through it and all that kind of stuff it's just yeah. prayers that prepares up that little bit more that's yeah. why there's so many people that I know that like uh when they were finished secondary school they went straight into doing like you know they went to UCD or something like that and they did something like commerce or yeah. they did something like I don't know, just what any of those kind of like those core, and not to say that people do enjoy those courses, but there was so many, there was one friend of mine that he was like, went in to do this. And I was like, did you even want to do that? And he goes, no, but that's what I got. So that's what I took. And I was just like, that's, that's dumb. And he, oh, by the way, the worst part was he only figured it out in his third year that he didn't yeah. want to do it. And I was just like, I was just yeah. like, oh, well, like obviously you can still learn from something from those three years yeah. but at the time it's he was just like yeah it was it was dumb he goes i never yeah. wanted to do it and i stuck with it for three years because yeah. again it's exactly as I, as you were saying the worry of dropping out and people you know going yeah. like, what are you doing but and um, it's insane because yeah. he he put himself through three years of like of like suffering and not being happy because of that pressure but also i think like three three years isn't a very long time and like you know, there's there's a lot of my friends we're having these conversations now because we're in our late twenties now, and it's like they're like, oh god, you know, I don't have time to do a course, I don't have time to do this. And I'm like, guys, like whatever career that you pick, you're probably going to be working at it in like for like thirty years. You yeah, know, yeah. it's like fucking chill out. Like I know it's like really <laughs> stressful when your friends are like buying houses and stuff. Houses getting so intense, but like. <laughs> Do you know, like you can just you can just look at the cat picture, and you, all your all of your uh, all of your worries will go away yeah, right back. Yeah, it's true though. <laughs> but uh, like, what was even like? Uh, actually, about three a couple of weeks ago, uh, my friend mom had to get. So I'm living with my parents at the moment. Well, not right now, but I was living with my parents about six or seven weeks ago. And we had a plumber over at the house, and I came down the stairs, and I was like in my gyms like not my gym sweats because i've never been to a fucking gym in my life but uh like it was wearing my sweats and just being like uncomfortable and he kind of just looked at me and he's just like he's like wow he's like he's like you know i was married with kids at your age and i was just like thanks man i don't care <laughs> he's like this need wait he got married to kids he was married with no kids. he's married with kids by by the time oh, he's he not married with kids he was married and he had kids. and he had kids okay, yes. I thought you meant and he had a home and all this kind of stuff <laughs> I, was I was like i was like kudos <laughs> to you i was like kudos to you man and he just goes i'm just saying i was like i don't care like let me, yeah let, let me I'll get there eventually. Well, yeah. even if I maybe I'll not get there, but I'll get something eventually. Do you know what I mean? Like this, yeah. this unnecessary pressure to be. It's like have kids, have house. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's like as if the 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 meaning of life is to just. It's like it's like you just procreate and yeah, yeah procreate and have a house. Yeah. Like I don't know. Everyone's like, I'm going to have a house and then I'll be happy. It's like guys, like just there's, there's more things. Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, you're right. Like that's crazy. I feel like someone who who says that so blatantly to you is clearly unhappy. You know. But then my mom fucking chimed in with them and she goes yeah I was the same and I'm just like I don't what is going on is this the roast of me at the moment like <laughs> like, like like it was so much easier to buy a house those those days you mm-hmm. know there's that as well like you yeah. didn't have to anyway we won't go into we won't that go into that. we won't go we won't get into the we'll house do we have do we have one more or like uh audio interpretation um, audio interpretation yeah yeah we do I'll just I'll just have a quick check let's see baby monkey so I am really enjoying them now. I have to say that it's just, it's crazy how different I did that. I know I've said it a thousand times before with each one, but it's just crazy how different people actually come up with the the different interpretations that they have. 
Especially some of them are yeah. so sweet as well. And like uh, most of them, I don't even have voice notes of. I just have someone saying it to me that I can. Oh, wait, what's this? So I had I had one interpretation. Um, this this amazing dude that I met at a festival, and uh, he said that he thought it meant like the 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 yin yang thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, yin yang. So it was like there's 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 good and all evil. Um, and yeah, he he had beautiful interpretation of it, and he he actually he loved it so much that he he drew his own oh. version of it. Uh, but I'm going through I'm going through my voice notes with him and or my my messages with him. I don't think he actually said it to me in person, but um, yeah, he just yeah he just said there's good and all evil uh there was one um there was one really cool interpretation where there was they thought it was a cat an evil cat who had trapped some sort of specimen in a jar <laughs> and he was all happy and he was like oh my god look at the the, the specimen in the jar <laughs> so that was, that was a good one but i can't find that voice now um well like i was just i was just wondering off the top of my head like like uh like um <clears throat> What, where do you think you can take it further do you think um so like i think i think i need to like uh compose all of these voice notes and like make a video explaining it because mm. i think there's so much there's so much content there man <laughs> no uh yeah well, sure we've about 40 minutes of content at the moment on it anyway <laughs> yeah that is wild that is wild yeah i don't know i might just i'm not really sure where i will take it i just i just want to get the cap big like i'd love to like print them out on a billboard just take as far as i can it's kind of like an experiment just to see how far i can take it um but to be honest i'm just enjoying making friends with it you know like going to festivals or going on nights out and just handing the sticker to people and be like what do you think this means it just opens conversation and it just it just shows that people's perspective on things are completely different but i can I can see it as its own little kind of like just even just the video would be interesting just to yeah. get just it, like it, it is this the simplicity of that is fantastic just to have people just interpreting it and you can it can keep going and going and going and going yeah I really and I have to say I do really really like it with stripes on it it could be a little tiger or something but it feels like it's a cat very wholesome it looks quite proud of itself a smitten kitten is what it looks like and then it's like it's looking in a mirror and it can see itself as a lion and it's like I know I'm a lion on the inside <laughs> ferocious big cat animal feline lineage um, yeah so it seems quite proud of itself but in the mirror the lion that's looking back I assume to be a lion is kind of like what? You don't want to be a lion. It's like, no, I'm happy. I'm happy being a cat. That's yeah. what I am. But also, if I look at it in a different way, it looks like a levitating cat that's just pulled up on a bus. <laughs> and it's made the lion is outside. And it's like, yo! <laughs> I love that. Wasn't expecting it. And the cat's like, yeah, surprise. Explosion <laughs> because it's after surprising the lion. <laughs> It's going to be a lovely time they're going to have. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, very wholesome cat. And a, yeah. And a questionable line. There you go. So 
that was uh, that was Dan. <laughs> it starts off so kind of just like, yeah, I can get behind this, and just like a levitating guy with a bus, and just like, okay, yeah, that's it, that's <laughs> it. I uh, um. Yeah, I love that. I love that take. I've also, some people have told me that it looks like a cat that's FaceTiming his friend on the phone. Oh, um, yeah. I can see yeah, that as well. Yeah. Uh, another one was like, um, there is a cat, right? And he's going to Spain and he's on that airplane and he's like, wait, what the fuck? Why is there a fucking tiger on the wing of the plane? And he's looking out the <laughs> window of the plane. the Twilight, <laughs> Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know, like they're all the interpretations I've gotten so far. I've gotten, I've gotten a few more, but I'd have to, have to go searching for them. But, uh, they're, they're most of the interpretations I've had. And, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like it just, I'd love to see how far I can, take it and all the interpretations i never even asked by the way how did you come up with drawing it um i i i got like procreate on my ipad and you know i was just like i just really got in the zone i was living in portobello at the time we had this like bougie like um little like how you say courtyard garden in our apartment and it was we had loads of like plants and stuff and (laughs) and we just was sitting there and it was all like smooth music playing and i was like (laughs) thinking about the cat image that i had in my parents room uh oh yeah 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 yeah. and then yeah it just came out it was just a masterpiece was was produced i was like wow look at me go look at this procreate buzz love it but yeah, how do you find Procreate actually as a as a as a? I enjoy it. I haven't used it yet. No, oh I know, my god! I know Beth's using it, and she's she's having a great time it. using it. Yeah, it's I need crazy. To, like I keep seeing people make stuff on Instagram with it, and I'm just yeah. like, fuck the shit you can do on it's crazy. Yeah. So I need to get need to train myself. Using oh, it. like like it would be over for everyone if you got Procreate. What do you mean that? Like like I'm not good at drawing at all, right? Except for this masterpiece, of course. But like, it just makes drawing so easy. You know, okay. because you can like isolate, you can like have a reference image with all picked all the colors that you want. And then you can just isolate a color and your brush will turn that color and you'll paint. But then there's also a color setting that gives you the most perfect like color harmony oh, for what you're using. So if it's like yellow, so it'll go blue. Photoshop has that, but I always find it shit. Like I always find that the color matches up with isn't isn't, isn't as good as it should be. Like No, and like look- Photoshop's so like purposely so confusing to use. Like, like I, I love Photoshop. I made this... That's like the club oh, photos. Sick. Yeah, one of the the club night I'm working like the making poster for. But like it's like it's fun. And it's great, and if you know what you want to do, it's good. But like it's it's harder to create something um, spontaneously. I think on on Photoshop. Yeah, no, Photoshop is kind of you need to kind of go in knowing exactly what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. there's not really like, the the re- actually the recent thing that I designed. I don't know if I can say who it's. I can't say who it's by, but it was a single cover, and it literally was trial and error. Yeah. But because I've been doing that type of way for a while, so it's fine. But like, it took me a while to figure out the exact, whereas, as in like, I normally would, the way that I did this design is, is a way that I've done before, because okay. I've done work before. But so I know exactly how to go in, even if it is trying and error. But most of the time I have to go in, I have to sketch, I have to sketch it on my ne- notebook, have to plan it all out. Oh, no way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't, I can't just go in and just do it straight away. Um Okay, nice. so so you have an idea, you sketch it out roughly, and then, and then I'll, you... I'll scan the drawing in, and then Whoa. and then just well, not like scan. I'll take a photo on my phone, yeah. and then just brag it in, and then just slowly start piecing it together a little bit by bit by bit. That's amazing because I think I think that's I think like I am so impatient that I'm like I just I, like I'm just like okay, let's do it, and I have no idea, <laughs> and it just 
happens and like it's it's a really chaotic way of working well the one the one thing that i never put any effort into well no it's not that i don't put any effort into it is what i always forget to do i always forget that i have to add type to the thing at the very end oh yeah and then you have the whole thing and then you're just like oh shit where do i put it <laughs> oh yeah, yeah oh yeah the placement I, of yeah, it i always and, and like it's like it's one thing that i'm really not good i can put my hand on my heart and say type for me i'm not good at so which i know is kind of meant to be kind of a big thing for a graphic designer but yeah. like i will design something and it'll be look great and then just um forget it's like oh shit yeah i have to put type on this it was like the one of the ones that i did recently because it's quite dark i was like where the fuck would I? and his and then he's the, i got sent the logo and the logo was very fine and i was like god yeah. damn and he's like i can't see the logo anywhere in this in this in this design and i had to, it took me like a good i had to rearrange everything just to fit it and i was like i have to stop doing that just figure the fucking type out before you start making it yeah after you spend hours trying to make this image and then just realize that there's no room for it at all oh uh, yeah yeah that kind of happened to me recently like when i was designing that that club night photo i like because there's like a little rainbow sky in it mm. and then i was like okay where am i gonna put the cl- club light <laughs> night name it's kind of like a third of the way down it should be at the top but i don't know do you know it like it works. Um, it's funny how you don't think about these things and you see like gig posters or posters everywhere and you're like, ah, yeah, it's easy to make. And then when you're doing it yourself, you're like, where do the things go? <laughs> the ones that always blew my mind was, I don't know if you ever saw those gig posters from like the 1960s and 70s for like bands like, not not Pearl Jam, what's that other one? Pink Floyd and all where they have, where the text makes an image. And you're like, how the hell do you even be go, be go, like, that they all, and it's like, how do you even begin to think of where to put all this stuff? Yeah. Because they didn't have computers back then is the other thing you have to bear in mind. They did it all by hand. Well, like, it'd be cool if you could just, like, paint out, like, big squares, right? If you paint out loads of big squares, and then you just got, like, a black marker and just turned the squares into letters, I guess. Oh, that makes way more sense. Does that make sense? I need, uh, there should, uh, like, is it, no, it's not Milton Glaser, I think. I can't remember. There was one really famous guy who did a few of them, but... Like they just look like acid trips. They were crazy. Oh yeah, they're insane. Like the yeah, Jimi Hendrix ones, yeah, ones yeah, the and Jimi stuff. Jimi Hendrix one, yeah, yeah, they're stunning. But I've attempted. I attempted to do one of those type of ones for uh, for Monkey actually, because uh, oh, Zach stunning. was. Uh, yeah, oh, it came out terrible. It just we could, oh. we, I could we, I could just not figure. I could. I just. I honestly couldn't do it. I don't. I don't know how they went. To, and if I did do it, it just looked like a really cheap knockoff of it. Like it didn't look like I had actually attempted to design a property if that makes sense like it just looked like i was copying something because i was because you were copying something yeah yeah i get you wow these these posters are absolutely beautiful who's who are they by does it say who they're by i am let me see who they buy oh this is pinterest pinterest is absolutely useless (laughs) um (laughs) let me see a clickety clickety click uh, now, Julie, I don't know how many time, how much time you have left, but do you want to do like a couple more questions or? I don't mind. Oh, I'm free all day. Like I can, I can go till nine o'clock tonight if you want to do. <laughs> oh my god, unreal! Uh, uh, John Moring, John Moring, that's his name. Sorry, that's your man who does oh, the psychedelic hey. posters. Hmm. God, they're so beautiful. Yeah, Can't they're fucking deal. nuts. They, like, how would, would they be painted now? Or they'd, be, they'd, be, they'd have to be screen printed, wouldn't they? I'd say they're screen printed. So, like, um, I'd say, yeah, they probably just had like loads of different. Um, so when you screen print, like, you can just draw on a piece of like acetate or or a piece of brown paper and uh with a black marker and you draw shapes or whatever and then you can just expose bits onto screens but the fact that they're so like they're so like 
uh, perfectly oh, yeah, centered. Oh, like yeah, putting them in the room mirrored. and all that kind of car, and they're nuts. Yeah. Oh, Alice Cooper. Super duper Alice Cooper. I was only telling Beth that story the other day because we, we were watching that 70s show and Alice Cooper appeared in it. And I was like, oh. I was like, Jesus. She, she's like, he looks so, she goes, what is it when you see rock stars looking so old? And I was just like, are, are you aware of Alice Cooper's uh, life before he went sober? And she was like, no. He's like, I was like, he was the quintessential uh, rock and roll nutcase. But he yeah. has this story where he did, uh, he did a gig in a barn and uh, he was on acid and the whole, cra- he somehow a chicken got on stage and oh my god! I think I heard fa- famously this. chucked the chicken into the into the into the air into the crowd, thinking that it was going to fly. And chickens obviously don't fly. And then the crowd proceeded to stomp on it. So he had <gasps> oh a like he had like a psychotic break on stage because he was just tripping balls and then just seeing that it was just yeah <laughs> he had a very he went through some very rough years. He's completely, I think he's sober like forty years now. I hope so. I, yeah. I remember. Um, my my first love was mad into Alice Cooper and Ozzy Osbourne and everything. But I remember him telling me a story about Alice Cooper. He used to like piss on on the crowd. He just yeah. Peed. I wouldn't be surprised if he did that as well. Mm. He he does a thing now where he beheads himself. Um, they get a fake guillotine and then spray the crowd with fake blood and all that kind of crap. So a little less uh, <laughs> intense than his previous Damn. things. There's a fantastic documentary on him called A Super Duper Alice Cooper. It's really 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 good. Oh, yeah. I must watch that. Yeah, I think it's short enough as well. I think it's only like an hour and a half. Oh, that's what he did. He impaled baby heads, baby dolls, like baby doll heads. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like he's obsessed with gore. Like if you still go to his shows today, there's like, he has all these different various ways in which they kill Alice. And it's like, it's like getting beheaded or him getting stabbed. I think mm. they did one where he got run over at one point. They hang him at no, one oh point as God. well. But uh, yeah. Trigger like warning, whole, please. Oh, yeah. Like he was, the, he was the, the original shock rocker. Like he's what yeah. like Marlon Manson wanted to be. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, and he'd have like snakes around his neck. Oh yeah, the snake was the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like the snake. <laughs> it's like Ozzy Osbourne on stage bit thinking, bit. yeah, <laughs> he bit the bat. He thought that the uh, he, there was a bat, a live bat on stage, and oh it. my god, I'm reading it at the moment. It's honestly one of the best books I've ever read. That's it's so, crazy. It's so good. That's I was. It's his Ozzy Ozzy's autobiography, but my god, is it mad? Like he yeah. used to do this thing where he would drink. Because he, he worked in a butcher shop when he was young, just like he got it when he got out of prison, he worked in the, the one job that he could get was in a butcher shop, and he used to take the eyes from cows because that was one of his jobs, and he would keep oh them god. in his pocket. And then when he went to pubs, he would drop them in people's glasses. Oh my god, that's and such their a buzz. Knee and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> got and him. A lot of people did. And yeah, that was. I was, like, I was like, what did you hope to achieve from that? He was just like, oh. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> I I just I just find it so revolting that he bit the head off the bat on stage. Apparently, he yeah, did. He live bat. He didn't know a live bat. He didn't know he was live but he is the definition of batshit crazy well have you never heard about like motley crew of a story where they were asking him they were out on, they were out on a, at a pool and there was a line of ants and they were like ozzy we'll give you 50 quid did if he you snort, snort those oh ants. my god he yeah. snorted the ants yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> god yeah. that's uh, i know someone i'm not gonna i'm not gonna name and shame them but i know someone that snorted a line of sea monkeys uh, oh, do you sea monkeys Jesus. i know I never had sea monkeys. I always wanted them, but I thought you. I thought you go, I've never had a sea monkey, as in I've never done that. I was like, okay. <laughs> I've never had a line of sea. I've never. I've never put anything in my nose except, no. my, except my finger, obviously. <laughs> Actually, that's a lie. I remember. I was like, sorry, this is so off topic, but I, 
uh, I was like going away with my family down to Wexford and I was like four or something and I, I stuck a Lego man up like up my nose. You were one of those kids. Yeah. And I had to, I had to, I was one of them. I had to get uh, stopped off, like emergency rushed to uh, a doctor. Well, just a doctor, just because I couldn't breathe, you know. Yeah, just that would, that would kind of do it. Going I can't doctor. breathe. Why? Because I stuck a Lego man in my nose. <laughs> So one of the questions that I have here for you, which I was hoping to ask you is, um, like, do you, do you bother staying up to, you know, like, remember when we were, when we were in college, it was always like, oh, you should stay up to date with the modern art scene and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do you try and stay up to date with it or do you just kind of just floating and doing your own thing? I just, I, I feel like, I feel like the art scene, like, I feel like it's really hard to keep up with the art scene because especially when your source information is like Instagram and everything, because like a lot of my favorite artists are just like, homegrown people who yeah, make yeah. pottery and stuff or like people that are, are, like I'm really into cyanotypes at the moment um and there is this unreal cyanotype maker and I'm just trying to remember his name because it's like Ed 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 Carr Ed Carr Ed Carr and basically like cyanotypes are like our our uh, sun prints the contact sun prints uh so a lot of people like a lot of people would um oh i think wow, they're the original blueprints you know like blueprints yeah, yeah. is that the one for the exorcist is that one from the exorcist no it could it could, could have it could does kind of look like the poster of the exorcist but they're awesome yeah they're cool so it like the process was made uh yeah blueprints to make blueprints back in the day i don't know how old the process oh. is um uh, type age um they it came out in 1842 Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Prussian blue monochrom- monochromatic prints. So they're blue and white. Um, so basically it's for re- reproducing photographs and documents and maps and plans, so blue blueprints. But um, there's this amazing um, artist that uses the process uh, to make music videos, to make little videos. And he does them for Adidas, actually. What? Yeah. So I like it's crazy, like the, the stuff that he does. Like it must take hours because you need the sun to make it and it's 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 almost like it's almost like a super eight film but it it would be like this sorry this is one of his vid- i'm just showing barry yeah him. no just work away yeah uh he's using oh my god oh my god so yeah these are all cyanotypes Holy fuck so they're all prints with the sun so it's just he 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 actually he'll record a video and then he'll print out the video on acetate and then make sun prints this must take hours and yeah, hours it's, of work it's just absolutely stunning it's 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 i think when you really love a process i use um this uh 35 millimeter film camera called the lomo kino and it's a piece of crap like it's um you have to wind it with your hand and it's it, it takes little tiny frames on a 35 millimeter camera and it might take 100 frames per roll and you get the roll developed and you scan each individual photograph and you know there's 100 or so on each roll so it might take 500 scans it would take a minute per scan and I make these music videos I think there's something really nice about like a process that you're obsessed with that takes ages that is like why do you do this this is insane but it's beautiful (laughs) <laughs> no, I get that. Ent- I get that entirely. Like it's uh, one of the things that I I fucking love doing lino prints for ages. And oh, I was yeah. like, and, and um, was I remember 
when we were in college, people were like, you know, you can do them much easier. You can make something look like a lino print. I was like, yeah, but it's yeah. not the same. Like you could, you could draw, you can, there's ways around of having, I was like, I just love the whole thing of <laughs> yeah. getting in there and cutting it all out and all that yeah, kind of crap. The current. tactility of yeah. it, like touching I did something. lose a thumbnail to it though, unfortunately, because I was doing it like, like this. Yeah. Uh, and I remember, um, my teacher actually at the time was when I was in secondary school, my teacher at the time was just like, you stop doing that. And he's like, what? He goes, you shouldn't hold. So I basically, I had the thing vertically. So my hand that was cutting was at the bottom and my hand that was at the top was holding it. Yeah. But those things are so fucking damn They're sharp. They're so sharp. Yeah. Um, so not the way to do it, but I, if whatever way that it worked, it flicked and went under my uh, thumbnail. And then just, and then I just had to go, Ooh. I tried to pull it out and wouldn't pull it out. So I just turned, just turned to the left and it lifted nah. up and then the nail fell off like two days later. <laughs> it's, it's actually, it's actually wild because like, I, like I don't, I don't have synesthesia or anything, but I find like sometimes when people like, uh, describe stuff like that, I get like a taste in my mouth. <laughs> like iron. Yeah. Like yeah. I, do you get that? Like the, like you can, I ta- exactly I can taste, I can about. taste yeah, like yeah. metal in my mouth when you're saying that because yeah. it's like freaks me out so much. <laughs> But yeah, that's wild. I've I've had a few lino cuts myself, uh, but oh, nothing I that intense. Battered the shit, out. and because my final year project in NCD was was mostly lino print, lino print and typesetting. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got these. Um, so I did my project on mental health awareness and Ireland's mental mental health history. So it was more is like I didn't want to do an awareness project because it was yeah. kind of like it's been done a thousand times before, and it's like you know yeah. where everybody's aware that there needs to be more done. Yeah. So my lane that I went down was I was like I'm going to just do. So I made a book called 200 where each, each, so it was from 1817, 2017 and each year was a quote. And I was just, I felt like that more solidified, like, you know, just Ireland's kind of interpretation of it a lot more. But in doing that research, um, I found these, oh, where the hell was it? Oh, Port, no, it wasn't Portran. Let me get it because it'll drive you. But basically I found there was this amazing, um, mental health center that had what they would do was they would let the patients write their own uh letters or their own poems uh, mainly it was poetry and prose and all that kind of stuff and short stories but they'd write them in a, in a monthly uh uh magazine that they would release inside the, it, ju- just oh, for lovely. patients in it yeah but like some of the patients some of the poems that i found were so beautiful and i was like these are people that are like are locked in here they're never going to get out yeah. And they just, and, and, uh, cause of the time that w- the times that they were released in, but they were absolutely gorgeous. I'll try and find, so I, l- I letter to traditionally typeset them, uh, in the distiller's press and then also lino printed them. But uh, I still have a copy of them actually. They were, um, what the? That is a beautiful project. Oh yeah. It came out like I was, and I remember like uh, coming to it with Jamie, Jamie Halley, who runs the, not Jamie Halley, that's Dynamo. Um, Murphy? I can't remember. Uh, remember coming to it with him. I was like, "This is my idea," and he's like, "He's like, where? Where is this idea being?" And he's like, "He's like that." He's like, "He's like, what a fucking find!" Uh, yeah. Where were they? Uh, Holywell, Holywell. But there's one poem like it's called like my mother. They're really sad poems as well. Like they're really, really, really sad. But some of them are some of them are gorgeous as well. Like uh, oh yeah, so this is one. This is one. It's it's by ETS. Uh, so it was basically anonymous. And it's called my mother. Is like she will walk down. She will walk with me down through the valley. She will walk with me over the plain. When in the shadow or in the sunshine, if she goes with me, I'll not complain. She will walk with me through life's fair morning. And when the shadows of evening must come, living and dying will not forsake me. She will walk with me in heaven, my home. I was just like, that's fucking wow. yeah. All these, guys. but they were that's they were stunning. they were gorgeous poems. So that, yeah. that's what I did for them. But uh, I can't remember what I was talking about with that so particular powerful. thing. Oh yeah, and there's and there was love. There's ones about like because the troubles were going on. So there's ones about those. 
But um, yeah, it was a nice project. I don't know why I was talking about it though. <laughs> it's it's because we were talking about lino cutting and cutting oh, yourself. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, my fingers by the end of that project were black and blue. Oh, I'd say <laughs> they were so. like all just taped up the whole way around. Yeah. I did twelve. I think I did twelve poems in it. So twelve. So there was a f- yeah. It was about twelve, I think, in total okay. that I found. But um, yeah, no, Lino is, Lino is no joke. Those blades are sharp. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very. I can sore. see you wringing your hands just thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can actually get something that you put between your finger and your thumb to like protect it. Well, I wish I knew that at the time. You know, like you can wear, almost wear a thing. I've seen it. I've seen it in like Evans and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, Lino cut is, is crazy. And actually talking back to print, screen printing interesting interestingly enough is the oldest form of printing because it's like screen printing i know and i was like i would have thought woodcuts or something no no so uh screen printing originated in japan um i'm gonna have to get the date now that is i would never ever in a million years have guessed that i would have just assumed that it was the most basic like wood wood cutting well wood cutting is very similar to lino cutting i think oh oh, it actually it 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 uh originated in china in AD 221 but like it's but the, Jesus, that's the, early yeah <laughs> but the Japanese actually um kind of made it become big so they actually they used to use um monk's hair so they use monk's hair they they take out pieces of hair and attach it to pieces of wood and put it in put the hair put, put, pull the hair out and uh stretch it along um kind of in a line and make a grid with it so like one hair like a line of hairs would be facing one way and then the others would be like crossing over and then they'd basically just make stencils with I don't know paper or leaves or anything like that and then pull ink through and then it would go over the stencil I'd love to see a video of them doing that from start to finish yeah AD 200 though I don't think they had videos back then no (laughs) That's like before. That's eighty. That's like before Jesus. Wait, AD is after he 80s. died, right? It's Never a, mind. after Domine, I think. Or something. I used to think that it was after death, but it's not. It's something else. But it's it's some Latin term anyway. But yeah, BC is before Christ. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, you're so. right. So AD is after after Christ. Isn't that wild? It's fucking crazy. It's crazy that it's still being used. <clears throat> like that's yeah. that thing, and it's like it's like still so ridiculously like like screen printing is like a very effective way of like you know like it, the, the colors that you can get in it, the imagery that you can make in it that's i never thought it would be that old i really didn't i was like definitely lino or definitely wood yeah wood, or it, lithography or lithography as well is that the wax one is it L- lithography is wild it's like the big stones that you like oh yeah 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 and yeah, yeah. yeah um have you ever looked into etymology my fr- my housemate phil who you know yeah, he's yeah. like mad into etymology and it's like the study of words oh okay yeah oh it's funny that you said okay because i was going to tell you about the okay the word for okay yeah go away that's wild tell me okay this is really interesting (laughs) (laughs) so the word okay originated in in 1839 but it originated because it was like it was like a a boston slang there there was this boston slang thing to purposely say phrases to purposely abbreviate phrases but in the wrong way so okay actually was abbreviated for all right so that like it was like all right so basically they all right correct basically so they deliberately as like a jocular thing were like okay all correct so instead of ac they did 
OC. It's like this weird that thing. Seems more like why would you make something more confusing than it already needs to be? <laughs> and there used to be. I know it's wild, but it was just like a, a slang thing. And I like I love the idea of like slang fads in America in the 1800s because like like obviously that's so far away from us now like we've not like that's that's kind of the only surviving thing from it but apparently there was other jocular misspellings that I'm reading from this KG was for no go KG KG so it was like um uh, as if it was spelled K-N-O-W yeah and then NC was for nuff said NC. Yeah, oh no, we still, but we still have MC, I suppose. No, N. N NC. NC for like, nuff said. said. And KY for no use. But yeah, yeah, it's wild. Such a weird thing to come up with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's um, mad that only one version of that has stuck through. Like, okay, is the only one that kind of, you know, yeah. had a longevity kind of thing to it. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it, um, it's because... In the 1919, uh, Woodrow Wilson used it on assumption that it represents. Yeah, yeah. So he did he make it a president? Did he? No. Wait, did he? I don't know. I I I'm so shite with with American history because it just like goes in one ear out <laughs> the other. It's so bad. I think he did. I think he did make it to president. I think uh, Woodrow Wilson. Wait, was he not? Well, maybe he was British, was he not? No, no, he was American. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, he did make it a president. He did. Oh, Jesus. He okay. Oh, yeah, he was... A, oh, there you go. Oh, my yeah. God. Edit that out. What? <laughs> well, no, I'm out. the one who was fucking talking earlier about doing a history degree. Oh, I fair. should have got that one. Fair. <laughs> but uh, he, yeah, he, he used it because he thought it represented the Choctaw nation. The Choctaws, they, okay, is it so? Uh... Sorry, this doesn't make any sense. Okay, this is confusing. <laughs> this I'm just going to read this out because I don't okay. understand. Spelled out as OK 1919 by Woodrow Wilson on assumption that it represented Choctaw. OK, it is so. A theory which lacks historical documentation. This spelling was ousted quickly by OK, OKAY after the appearance of that form in 1929. Greek immigrants to America who returned home early 20th century having picked up US speech mannerisms were known in Greece as as okay boys among other things <laughs> okay okay boys okay okay boy <laughs> all right well that's that's interesting i guess um but yeah etymology is just a really interesting thing cuz you just think of a word like i don't know like um sexy uh, that's from the that's from oh 19... I thought you said etymology was the study of birds birds <laughs> <laughs> I was like why are we going down this route of okay <laughs> oh my god I need to I need to enunciate my words more <laughs> the study of birds what is the study of birds uh avianology I don't know I have no idea oh yeah probably probably it would be avian something I would imagine um no, like, I, do you ever see Susie Dent did this thing where she, uh, she did a, um, she's the girl, the lexographer for Countdown, and she did a, tr- she did a tour where she was, uh, basically did the origin of swear words, and some of them are so fun. Oh my god, I can't re- remember where any of them are, but it was just all this slang stuff. And she, if you watch Countdown, she does say it every yeah. so often. She does say a few of them every so often. You're just like, how does that even? How does it? How does it come to be that it's that? And then travels all this way and changes completely to something else. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I think of some examples now. God that is it, I wild. I can look some up here. Sure. The origin of the. Well, well, let's see. We'll, we won't do it. We won't do. Okay, we won't do. Actually, this, this is. I I typed in fuck, and there's so much history, history to fuck. <laughs> Jesus. To be fair, you pick the swear word that does have the most probably meanings for it. 
Yeah, true that. Let's see. We'll do the origin of... See, I don't want to use a really rude one and just sound vulgar. We'll do Bastard. Oh, no. Bastard probably has a load as well. Bastard yeah. is... Oh, I know that, what that one is anyway. It's when you're born without your parents being married, I think, is the original interpretation yeah. of it. Um, hmm. Can't think of any. I do have a question here for you, though, if you want oh, to yeah. answer it. So it's like... Uh, now, I as I said when we I asked you that I said this earlier, uh, like what what do you think would be what currently do you think would be an art piece that you would think of like oh that I think that's one of my favorite or at least something that it resonates with me more than more than others would because the term it's your favorite I think would quite it's quite a broad thing if if you want if it helps you I I know who my favorite artist is he died last week actually what but, yeah he died last week he was only sixty was he oh, he was really young. Um, sixty something. Marie's low. I can never pronounce his name. You can you can interpret it for me here. What you think his name is? But the funny thing is, he's named after like he has a, he shares a he's a Polish painter. He shares the same name with uh, with a footballer who's the exact same name. But uh, yeah, he died. He died last week. He was only sixty two or something. I think. Oh, that's but, so um, sad. Yeah, but he was an amazing like yeah, sixty two. But my God, was his artwork amazing? I'll show you my favorite painting by him. He did these real kind of like I don't know if you ever see Dark Souls, but. That's kind of, ooh, can I make it bigger? Nope. Okay. Did this kind of stuff like they're ri- and they're huge as well, but they're like, wow. yeah, they're they were. I don't, I don't know if you uh, you're probably aware that they might not be aware, but they were used in a lot of heavy metal artwork. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, it does. Yeah, it does seem yeah. kind of like heavy metally. Oh, no, that's he did like he did one for Bell Witch. He did one. I don't know why I'm listing these bands. You probably don't know them, but uh, Bell Witch and my 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 personal favorite black metal band Mismore. He did all their stuff for them as well. But he's uh, just yeah, he's just a fantastic painter. Yeah, Very sad that he died. Are but they like are they digital paintings or oil paintings? Oh wow, they're oil paintings. Yeah, stunning. Yes, but uh, shout out to him and his family. Do that out. Did you see? Did you see the uh, the what's his face? David Guetta's shout out to George Floyd thing. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, that's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. So, um, so do you have yeah. any artwork that you well, think resonates with you a little bit? I think like I think it's like there's this artist that I really I really enjoy, and his name's Hassan Lahi. And okay. Because I I became obsessed with like surveillance in final year of college. Oh, I remember your project. Yeah, yeah. you did the CCTV thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. So I'll I'll talk about Hassan Lahi because he's yeah he basically. Um, he's like I need to like get this right so I don't fuck it up <laughs> uh, but basically he got like racially profiled after 9-11 okay um, he's <laughs> sorry I need to I need to edit that out no worries because I need to like I need to just I need to just check what like yeah you don't where wanna, he's from yeah you don't want to get the country wrong I've, yeah I know exactly I know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> yeah Okay, yeah, yeah. So um, I really enjoy this artist called Hassan Alahi, um, who, yeah, he. I was really into surveillance in final year. I did my project about surveillance, and um, but he is from, he's a Bangladeshi-born American, and he's a media artist. Um, yeah, he's uh, just a very cool dude. Uh, but he got racially profiled after nine eleven. Um, I think he, I think the story goes that he was, he was collecting like art stuff in, and he, he had like a, he had a, like a kind of, 
shed thing that he was keeping art in. Okay. And like one of it, like there was like a huge thing like after 9-11 where it was like, oh, you have to rat on your neighbors. Like everyone look at, at each other and like trust no one and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So he got racially profiled and I think one of his one of his uh, neighbors like called him out, that, like saying that they, they saw him smuggling bombs into this oh, thing. Some, some bullshit. Yeah. But anyway, the FBI were like, right, we're going to, we're going to um, watch you for six months or a year or something. So basically. Do they tell you when you're on a watch list or do you just, you just kind of. I think of he got to... interrogated. Yeah. I oh. think he got, he got interrogated and uh, like he was mistakenly associated with like m- mental activities. Uh, so he, he, he traveled a lot for work um, and they kind of like kept an eye on him over that, interrogated him. And they were like, look, we're going to, we, we have to watch your every move. Jesus. And you have way to, keep, to live as well. Yeah. They, they're like watching his every move and they were like, they needed to keep tabs on him. And he traveled a lot and it was just a pain for him. So he was like, right, if you guys are watching me, everything I do, I'm just going to tell you every single thing I do. So every single time he went to the toilet, like he took a photo and he'd upload it and he'd send it, <laughs> he'd send it to like his FBI agent. That's brilliant. And, yeah. And he had like, he had like millions and millions of photos that he sent, uh, uh, to, the, to the FBI they actually had to hire like one or two more people because they Just had to, to go tabs. through they had to go through every single image and he actually he made this he made this website you can track where he is I, I, I don't know <laughs> if it's still online but you can track where he is oh and that's some excellent trolling now I have exactly to say what it, yeah, yeah. It, he he completely trolled the FBI like look so that's his website so basically he took, took, took his food <laughs> yeah that's his food and it just randomly generates you know September 18th uh, a 10 to 1 and he has a picture of his beautiful steak he took <laughs> photos he took millions and millions of photos he took every <laughs> single thing he was doing he sent to the FBI and like every toilet he pissed in he took a photo of <laughs> and sent it to them and it was just like right fuck you if you guys are gonna watch me uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna like take control over the situation and watch everything I'm doing. You think it's after like about a week it. of this, they'd go like, okay, maybe this guy is not the guy we're looking for, <laughs> rather than having to spend six months looking after everything that he's done. Yeah, and like obviously, like it's a it's I like it's absolutely insane but I feel so uncomfortable doing that like I know like I know like you're trolling but I'd yes. hate to, I hate the idea of, of somebody knowing exactly which is the whole I get gadget with this the whole yeah. point of it this idea that like Jesus Christ give me a minute <laughs> you know? yeah yeah for sure but I mean he was he was kind of reclaiming his freedom in a sense because there's so much banal imagery and so many toilets that like there's not really like even though like there's loads of pictures of food like there, there's not really any feeling or anything in them like you like you can see kind of a coldness to it almost like it's, it's so just this, cold yeah. yeah it's just pictures of like like it's not like artistic photos of views it's like are like a very dull photo of your your food in front of you or your toilet or where you slept that night or like an empty room like it's so was he was he an artist before like did he, like did he was he like um a working artist before this or like what like did he just uh, just became into an art project almost or um i think he was i think he was an artist before it hmm. uh but i'm i'm not i'm not too too sure i think this kind of kicked his career off like the whole idea of self self surveillance um but yeah so he has this quote here, while I'm perfectly fine opening up every aspect of my personal life to the public, I'm still aware that I'm only telling one part of the story. 
Another part of this multifaceted story remains confidential, locked in the labyrinth halls of national security. Um, but yeah, it was, it, it, it's it, like, it's, it's absolutely amazing that he was able to turn it on them. You know, there's so much banal data. Like they'd have to actually go through all those images and try and pick piece, out anything pick, from them. Yeah, yeah, pick anything out. And you don't even really get it, anything from it. <laughs> but I remember actually at the time, like I, like in, in final year, there was like this, um, so I need to look this up, but it was like a surveillance Gmail thing. And it, this is actually probably really bad, but it was like, it automatically, it was a thing that you attached to your Gmail and it automatically, um, put in every single tagged, like terrorist word that's tagged from, like from the FBI and everything. Oh. And it would just randomly, like nonsensically put it in the end of your email. So I'd be like emailing my tutor and it would just be like bomb Arab, like, America, like, hate Wait, the president. Was it a virus or? No, it was like on, on purpose. Oh, it was, it was on, oh, it was on yeah. purpose. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I'll, I'll actually, I'll, I'll, I'll find some it. Some weird kind of, gov- uh, some kind of like weird virus thing of getting people onto watch list to distract them from other terrorists that yeah, actually weren't on I, watch I list. I suppose, <laughs> you see, that's, that's, that's the, the art project that wants the NSA to read your email. So I have it here. So it's automatically generate, uh, generates things. This is an example. Captain Beatty failed on his Al Shahib hacking relentlessly about the fact to fish this far and strand her group on wall to wall suspicious packaging. And in this empty cloud with a peaceful man and one long sickening person of power, he recalled, it's just bullshit, like Coast yeah, Guard, con- dark place. It doesn't make any keywords sense. words in it that kind of make it, yeah, seem like it could be something leading to something else. Yeah. So like, it's just, it, it's basically just trying to, <laughs> sift out I don't know it was like people had a, had a huge um, problem with the NSA using email surveillance programs oh yeah sure they were caught out to be just reading absolutely everything yeah. and everything and Facebook were giving them all the information and nothing was ever done about the Facebook thing giving them all the information but moving on <laughs> yeah yeah. did you ever see the thing it's like I think somebody in, now I know this was a statistic this was like a 10 year statistic because i remember being told when i was in still secondary school that supposedly somebody somebody who lives in london is seen on cctv camera more than 20 million times a year oh my god if they have a normal working life like that which is, is insane yeah. i think i don't think in think in hong kong at the moment there's not yeah. a single place that you can go there's no blind spots yeah. in hong kong like it's every single place is yeah and uh, on cctv yeah it's fucking insane it's crazy because in in china they like jaywalking is illegal but if you if you if you jaywalk the CCTV camera will take a picture of you and it'll it'll use facial recognition software to find your face and then you'll get a fine in the post. Isn't that absolutely yeah. what? Like, it's terrifying. That's scary. Like, that's actually, that's genuinely scary. Mm. Like, I'm not a very, yeah. I'm not a very particularly private person. Mm. Um, but I don't like the idea of, like, I don't really, I don't mind, but I don't like the idea of somebody being able to just find me out of a of a photo of like 700 people in two seconds just for using a yeah. computer software i find that absolutely terrifying it's it's uh it's interesting for my for my degree show i um i was able to with the help of my um tutor or my technician i like downloaded some facial recognition software that google used me this, yeah 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 and then went through google maps and i picked out people's faces that weren't blurred i was trying to figure out how to like hide from facial recognition software and I had some like hacks and tips on how to hide <laughs> and like certain positions that your face would be in and I 3D printed some masks and uh yeah like uh walked around town and I fit like I filmed <laughs> I fit I didn't use a camera to film 
the performance piece i use like surveillance cameras in town it was just it was just a bit of fun like it wasn't how did you how did you get the footage back oh, of using surveillance oh my cameras? god okay so i'm gonna i'm about to blow your mind okay <laughs> so there's this absolutely terrifying website called instacam okay it's like instagram right but here it is i am showing you right here so you just go cities and then you go Jesus. Oh my god, there's so many cities. There's so many cities. We're on D now. Okay. <laughs> Dublin. So there's 13 cameras in Dublin. A lot of them get like turned off. Like that that this is like a web. Basically, this is like a website that just has webcams. Are they live? that are live yeah um there's loads in churches that's my church that's your church <laughs> no where is it? oh sorry that looks really like it no uh i know th- i know there's a permanent webcam in you- <clears throat> I-, I don't go to church by the way but it's in saint Teresa's uh in mount marion there's a permanent camera that looks really like it that's not it though it, 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 yeah it could be a lot of these cameras are like hacked cameras from people's gardens jesus that's scary it's it's really <laughs> scary but like when i used it there happened to be loads of cameras going around town that like there was one outside Whelan's and uh, stuff but like here um, places you can go places and you can go hotel what? yeah hotel I mean like it's not it's not like in a hotel room but look me and Barra right now are looking at people in Mexico in Alberica uh, just kids in a pool that's a kids that is pool so yeah creepy. that's so creepy and it gives you the exact locations like the latitude and longitude Jesus. and the time zone so you could literally be watching these kids like on this website it's so freaky um and i like i don't know how it's how not did you, how did you find about this website how did you find out about it just, just um, through research was it just, yeah, yeah through research i suppose i was just just looking up like surveillance strategies oh my god there's people in a pool just hanging out like look at the sun but that's really that camera's really like. close as well oh that's yeah. like an eclipse almost doesn't it <laughs> yeah it does but uh yeah there's uh there's some creepy stuff out there when it comes to surveillance um but should you ever see there's like a there's a subreddit for a kind of weird it's like weird shit found on I don't know the name the the name not the exact title but it's for it's for images found on Google Maps the cars that Google Maps drive around oh. and just weird stuff that they find like some of it's funny oh, like yeah. but um some of it's like there was there was one that looked like it was a guy uh dropping a body into a lake was one that they found recently it turns out that that's not what it was but there's all there's just it's just mad that like people can just be going on their database and they don't realize this is a car driving next and that's taking like a 100 yeah i saw the google car um the other day actually i was on the bus my mom came up on okay when for for our house in i'm not going to dox myself but uh from my, my family home uh, you can see my mom at the front of the house oh that's such a bus. yeah it's, yeah it's really Love weird it. <laughs> uh, i remember there was see, sorry where did you see the google car um i saw it uh in rat mines I have no idea what it even looks like. On the hottest day of the year. So it's like, it's basically like a car and it has like, um, it's almost like a big tripod coming out and then this camera that looks like a huge ball on top. Hmm. Um, but what's it? What's it? Yeah, there was, there was, there was like a, I think there was one in Dunleary. There was one in Dunleary. I remember like some pals from IDT were saying that they caught, like they, they found on Google Maps, like a man pissing in like a, laneway or well, something there was one that i saw was uh, a lad uh, getting a hand shandy in an alleyway oh my god the that's ones. Yeah, really, that was it was in london as well oh my um, god. yeah you see some really weird stuff on it 
Yeah, it's just mad because it's like it's like you know you it don't feels ask really permission. invasive though. Like, yeah. yeah, like like and you're kind of like you know in certain cities like I know in LA you're not allowed to videotape people without their permission and stuff and you're kind of oh, like no why way. is a car allowed to fucking drive around take a photo of my home and all like it just seems so it's very yeah. strange yeah it's like that whole like metaverse thing as well it's like they're trying to make like a universe that's like they're trying to like like make the world online it's just I don't know it's yeah, just no, bizarre yeah no it just seems a bit too much it seems like we're heading more more, more towards the, way, the, the matrix the more we go <laughs> yeah I just don't like the idea of being. I just don't like the idea of being a, anybody being able to find out what I look like. What it, like not that it's not that I care that much. I just don't like the. I just don't like the fact that somebody is actually able to do that in a split second. You know, yeah. they can find anything about you. They can find where you live. It's just really creepy. It's like. it's really creepy, but also like it's like the going back to the Hassan Lahi thing. It's like it's it's all like so many, so much banal data. You know, like someone like watching you. It's like it's just like there's so much there's so like if someone's got my phone and was like looking through my google searches like there's so there like i must google like a hundred things a day and it's all so bo- such boring stuff like you know it's just random questions or there's so much like banal shit that like isn't interesting it's like you'd really have to like hire someone to to actually scan through yeah but that like can you imagine it's like what uh it's, it's like you're working for what the nsa and you're kind of like, oh maybe this is a cool kind of job secret spy shit and then it's like no your job today is you're going to look at three images of a guy's food and four images of a toilet and maybe the image of a path and we're going to have to get <laughs> you to scan through that image and make sure that there's no hidden details hidden in it fuck me i'd hate to come to work every day <laughs> i know it'd be insane it'd be insane do you know what i have a really good idea for a podcast which i think would be cool yeah go just like going through people's notes on their phone well see all my notes on the phone are questions for this podcast <laughs> oh fair fair actually I'm trying to think I'll, I'll i'll go through i'll go through now and see if there's any other yeah ones. is there any like wild like things that you you realize that you, you wrote you write down there was there was a period where i used to write i think i'd, I'd try and come up with lyrics for songs and write really drunk shit down oh my god amazing um no, that's just that's just a list of names of people. This one's this one's from uh, Niall's whiskey uh, whiskey thing that he does. You know um, the sub sessions. It's just my oh, yeah, ranking yeah. of whiskey. I have uh, second whiskey uh, smells like apples. M- musky Tom Waits. Feel it in my neck. Spiciness to it is that that's that note. Ooh, feel and it then in my uh, neck. whiskey number three. Snell not smell. Snell not strong. <laughs> goes down easy. Syrup taste. Just like myself, D or S J Y. Don't know what that means. Taste or smell strong. Pancake Tuesday with whiskey was third whiskey. Oh wow! <laughs> Pancake Tuesday whiskey sounds great. I have a really good one here because yeah, right. Great. So I have one here. I forgot about it. Uh, so my my housemates are all really into football and they like watch football right. a lot. But like I'm I'm quite like I'm not really into sports. You know, like I, I get it. I get that there's like two. I, I don't get the passion of it, to be honest. I yeah. can watch it and enjoy it, but when people start going, oh, I'm just like, okay. Yeah, and like, like the lads always get really annoyed at me when I'm when I'm watching a football match because like someone will get a red card and they'll be like, whoa. And I'll be like, wait, lads, do they get to keep the red card? If you get given the red card, you get to keep it. And they're like, shut up, Julie. And I'm like, no, it's a genuine question. But anyway, I got kind of bored watching matches with the lads or going to pub and watching the match. So I came up with this thing. It's called Football Butt. Football Butt, like B-U-T-T. Yeah. It well, well, no, just football but. Oh, but okay. So it's football, <laughs> but with two balls. Oh right, okay. Yeah, so it's like a game of football, but there's two balls. So they're like you're going like it's the same exact match, but there's two. Yeah. So you have to like be super yeah, vigilant. Can, yeah. Then there's football, but every time they kick the ball, it gets bigger. <laughs> 
<laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like huge, like you crushing get, everyone. Like, fucking three guys at once just to drop kick it, like just to. <laughs> yeah, like the whole team. And then they all get smooshed. Um, oh, yeah. This is, this is my favorite one. I think this would be great. Football, but every time they kick the ball, they forget what football is for 10 seconds. <laughs> Can you imagine how chaotic that would be? And then, like, everyone else knows what football is, but you kick it, and then you're like... (laughs) Yeah, um, football, like... So, basically, there's there's two ideas here. Football, like, there's a triangular-shaped pitch, and there's three teams Oh, wow, okay. So, it's three teams playing against... That's a game in Fall Guys. Is that... Oh, I've played Fall Guys. It's buzz. Yeah. Um, Then there's football, but four teams, and the pitch is square. So like whoever's playing, oh, gets so opposite. Yeah, you're playing opposite. My (laughs) friend Connor came up with that one. Shout out Connor. Uh, And then there's a few more football, but every time it goes into the back of the net, it comes out randomly in a portal somewhere on the pitch, (laughs) (laughs) like portal. Uh, So football, but every so often, this one's stupid. Football, but every so often the players get teleported to a different part of the pitch with the ball. How would okay. that work? I don't know, just like randomly, like I just score a goal and the whoop. Yeah, <laughs> football, but the ball and the uniforms are all green, which is the same as the grass, with the only monochrome symbols on the uniform for team name. Okay, that would just get that would just be confusing as well. Oh yeah, I think it would. Uh, football, but the goals move. Again, how the hell would that game work? Yeah. And then there was there was another one that I just came up with now and it's like, okay, football, but you have to throw the goal into the ball instead of the ball into the goal. You have to kick the goal no, that doesn't work. I I kinda get it, but like there's like Jesus do you know how heavy those are? Yeah, they're pretty heavy. Maybe that's not a good idea. But yeah, the football but that's what I do when people are watching football matches. Just come up with those the whole time. Football but yeah. I'd love to see a couple of them implemented now. I'd love just 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 to just to see how just to see like football with two balls. Football with two balls could be yeah, that's an easier one, yeah. Yeah. God, it changes the game so much because you'd be running and then just something the other player would be running behind you and just like, what do we do? Yeah, it would be so it would be so chaotic and confusing. But like, if you were a good team, you probably do as well as you would if there was one ball. Mm. Do you know? Because yeah. I think imagine rugby with two balls. Rugby with two balls, jeez. Yeah. No, you couldn't play it. I don't think it'd work. It works with it works like football, like soccer, football. I'm, all the Irish fans are going to kill me for saying it, calling it soccer. But who cares? Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh you know what's wild you know GAA sorry this is just random stuff this is like random bits of information (laughs) Um, I found out the other day that GAA um, sorry I I just thought GAA was one sport but GAA is like actually hurling and soccer or football and handball and handball and rounders Rounders as well yeah rounders yeah what like that's an official GAA sport I remember finding out that rounders was an Irish sport and I was like fuck off yeah. like, there's no way and apparently baseball is based on football on rounders sorry. I wouldn't be surprised they're very similar they're yeah. really really similar I just think like I, I don't I can't remember what ball you use for round like when we were in school we used a tennis ball but yeah. like, like I know in baseball it's the, obviously the hard leather pickback ball but um yeah rounders have you ever have you ever seen people play professional handball no it's intense it's such an intense sport. <laughs> I feel like that this is a good podcast idea. Like just two people that aren't into sport talking about talking sports. About sports. <laughs> yeah. Just like, anal- imagine like us doing like a, a voiceover of a match. Oh yeah. No, it that'd, be, not, yeah. that'd be great. Like <laughs> number like, one, get it into the eight. net. Get it into the net. <laughs> <laughs> Do you push your, um, like, uh, spoilers for anybody who's seen, who hasn't seen the Northman, but have you, have you seen it? I have not. There's a hurling scene in it. 
Okay. Yeah, it's class. That's really good. They're playing it on Iceland in it. And I was like, I didn't even know Hurling made it that far. But but yeah. I think it's a different type of... Like, I know uh, Scotland has its own form of hurling as well that's different to ours. Hurling is class. Yeah. I, the only problem is about hurling when I play, when I watched... When, when it, first off, when I played it, I didn't have glasses on because I couldn't have glasses while playing it. So it, oh, yeah. it made it impossible for me to keep up where the, oh where God, the slitter I was. I so feel you. But um, even when I'm watching it now, I'm just like, fuck me, this sport is so fast. Yeah. <laughs> Changes in split second. But it's it's great. But I'd be more, I'd be more of a GA footballer fan now but yeah um do hurting is hurting is deadly as well didn't get to watch the all Ireland yesterday actually just remember that <laughs> you know the way they do like um like um water cross or they do like water water, po- po- water, polo. water polo yeah, yeah. why don't they do like water soccer or like water football or like do they they should do you ever see water polo players are they jacked? They're like? fucking enormous and they actively grow out their nails really long so when they're jumping on somebody they can push them down and stuff. Oh my God. It's so, like it is, Ooh. it's, I've, I remember watching a match of it. I don't know if it was for the Olympics or something like that but I was like, I was like, holy shit, this game is brutal. Yeah. You can just fucking dunk the guy Claw. down. Oh my God, that's crazy. <laughs> I love it. We played, I remember playing it, we got it, I played it, uh, I played it when I was like 17 or 18 and it was kind of like, you know, you have a ball in your hand you're like, ooh, and then yeah. somebody behind you just comes and literally just fucking try, like, you feel like they're trying to drown you and it's interesting because you have to let go of the ball and you can hear people going, let go of the ball! <laughs> and then you have to go, let it just go boom. Oh, so that's the buzz, like, they, they try and drown you and then you have to like, let go. Well, I don't know if they're trying to drown you per se, but they're trying to oh get you God, to get the ball off. Oh my God, they're so jacked! Yeah, I know! They're so jacked, you're so right! <laughs> oh my God, and they're all bleeding and stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a fucking intense as hell sport. Yeah, I don't, I don't I think I did. is is there is there one like that except you're in water and there's horses water. no polo polo is on a horse is it yeah so you're not in the horse on no, the horse not in on the, the water horse in the water i don't think so well, i don't i just googled water horse <laughs> which is a hippo <laughs> which is a hippo yeah <laughs> okay oh, you know, no. do, do you ever watch have you ever watched an ice hockey fight an ice hockey match um, I love ice hockey jerseys. I think they're buzz. Oh, the ice hockey jerseys are cool as fuck. But you're allowed in ice hockey to legally fight another player. Oh my god! Yeah. I, 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 as long as you take your, I think it's if you take your gloves off and what? the uh, and not use the, you're not allowed to use the stick, but you're allowed to, yeah, beat the shit out of the other guy. <laughs> oh my god! For I, the most, so that's why each each ice hockey team sometimes, not all of them, but a lot of them will have a player on their team that's meant to be just there as like. The fighter. Um, the fighter who just takes takes a pounding or just beats the shit out of another guy. I remember the Simpsons episode where like Lisa's in the goal and she's real good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's about my extent of knowledge <laughs> of of ice hockey. But I think ice hockey is cool because you're like hockey on ice. Why don't they do more things so like dangerous. that, like water polo on ice? So you see, do you know? <laughs> swear to God, right? There was this. This is going to sound grim, but there was a video that I saw at an extremely young age. I think I was like seven or eight. It was one of the first times that it was allowed on the computer, and it was um, Jesus. It was an ice hockey video. No, it wasn't. It actually wasn't on the internet. It was a show that Sky did, which was like top ten sporting injuries. Okay, like injuries that were on sport. And like my uh, Mike Tyson biting your man's ear off was number one, but the other one was oh. it was a guy who was playing ice hockey in some really big match, and he basically whatever way he got clipped on his blade, he went flying, and the blade hit a guy behind him in the neck like perfectly, and just and then oh. so you, the hands here. I can take and, some metal again. Wait, this was at like six o'clock. And just the hand goes and just all the blood just starts spraying all Did over. Did he die? No, nope, he survived. Oh, and he was playing God. again. He was playing again in a year's time. 
Oh, wow. I was like, those guys are built different. Like, that's yeah. a different breed of man. <laughs> oh, my God. That's actually insane. It's crazy. We can watch it now if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you want to watch it? Yeah. Right, okay. Go on, throw it on. We do a live, re- re- we do a live react video. <laughs> uh, this, yeah. is av- this is an avenue of the podcast I've never gone down. <laughs> <laughs> live reacts. It's a joke. Do you remember, like, two girls, one cup? Yeah, I do remember two girls, one cup. There'd be, like, all these, like, live react videos. I made my friend watch that, like... (laughs) And it... uh, Wait, is it it that? Yeah, it's called... So, Clint Malarchuk, I think his name is. Let's see if we can find the actual... Yeah, that's... Okay, so here we go. Oh, my God. So, here we go. So, you'll see him... Oh, I get sick. Like, it hasn't even happened yet. It hasn't happened yet, and I still feel sick. Maybe I just feel sick. So it's here, it's here, it's here. So you watch, he'll go... Oh, does the camera not catch it? I think there, there, there. So watch, watch. See it already coming out? (laughs) And then they start fighting because they don't even realize that it's what's going on. Oh my god! Like all the all the players like have no idea that this no guy's like, literally bleeding out like right beside them. They're just like skating away. And the I still goes find, up. I still find it insane that he survived it oh because the amount of blood that I comes out. I actually feel a bit away. dizzy yeah. after that. Like it's pretty bad. See, see all the audience blessing themselves. Yeah. Is the show walking off. Imagine no, blessing yourself like after that's that. It. Like what does that even mean? There's a video of him. There is a video of him running off while holding his neck. But sure, look, we'll leave it anyway. Yeah. That's that. That's that. <laughs> Damn. You asked to watch it. I did. I did. I did. But that's ice hockey. <laughs> what other sports are there? Uh, I feel like more things should be on ice. I think we should do a, a go After watching that? Hurling on ice. Oh, hurling on ice would be kind of cool. Mm. Ice hurling or uh, basket basket ice. Did you ever play basket boob? Basket boob? In school. What's basket boob? It's like when you when you pull your top out and then like someone will try and throw. No, I've never did that. Yeah, we used to play basket boob. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Basketball and ice. No, I suppose the ball wouldn't bounce. Well, I do. I just like was we're two two hours and a half, two and a half hours. Oh my god! Oh my god! No, I feel like I feel like I'm just my brain is like melted now. I'm just talking absolute shit. So I just like, want to ask you. I'll ask you one more question. Okay. Uh, the last question is what do you enjoy what do you love most about the art that you make um I love how like sorry I <laughs> <laughs> um I just like like a lot of my art incorpor- incorporates other people like I love taking portraits of people and I think the most the thing I enjoy most about it is like getting to know someone on a photo shoot and trying to like capture what they're like as a person so like i'll do a photo shoot and then like i might like meet up with the person and have a coffee first yeah yeah and i'd be like okay this is your vibe or like i don't know like i was taking photos of uh some rappers uh mari and oh yeah mari mari's mari's a friend of mine so yeah oh no no way oh he's an absolute legend (laughs) Um, and and Walfala as well, and like they and uh, and odd numbers as well. Sorry, there's so many so many people, but uh, th- like just just meeting up with them and like having a coffee and just having a quick chat. Like that's honestly my favorite part, and then showing them the work after, and they're mm. like, "Wow!" And they, like just as I was saying earlier, like when I when I arrive with all the cameras around my neck, and they're like, "What is that?" <laughs> and then later on showing them the picture, and they're like, "Oh, cool!" Yeah, it's like tr- tr- trust me, I will be able to. But it is it like. 
Um, it is one of those things that like whenever you get a photo of somebody and you just know that you just captured them just that perfect way, it's just oh. like, yes, it's the, it's one of the best feelings going like. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like I, I take photos quite often of this dancer called Chris. Um, and he's just absolutely stunning. Like the way he speaks is stunning. He's from Dominican Republic and, uh, just, yeah, like the words he uses, the phrases he uses are always so beautiful. Like I've, I've, I'd love to like record him talking. Cause he, he's always says like makes, like he, he'll always say sense. He's like, oh, like, like I'll be, uh, I'll like come arrive late or something. And I'd be like, oh, like it's just. <laughs> Sorry, I can't talk. You're fine. Yeah, he just, he just, he just, he always, he always incorporates the word sense into his things. So he'd be like, "Oh, that makes sense." Like okay. I'd be like, "I'd be like, oh, look at this photo I took of you. It's beautiful." And he's like, "Oh, that makes so much sense." <laughs> and I'm like, "That is beautiful." Like, and then it left, like something's like real shite. Like I'd be like, "Oh, I like I got fired the other day." He'd be like, "Oh, it makes no sense, man." You know? <laughs> and it's just, it's beautiful. I like that, it's yeah. so beautiful. Like it's such that. a nice way of using words. So I feel like, yeah. People. I like people. I like people. Good answer. Yeah. So I don't really, I don't, honestly, Julie, I don't have any more questions yes. for you. I think we talk quite a bit. Okay, yeah. Yeah, this was I'll give you, I'll let, I'll give you a little brief. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just before we go, where can everybody find you? Um, You can find, I can send you my exact coordinates. I have my, <laughs> my GPS system on my watch, so you can just link that into, I do, do yeah. your man, uh, what's his name? Your man from Transformers, where you could like listen to his heartbeat. Shia LaBeouf I'll do a big Shia LaBeouf on it I'll like make a website you can track my location uh, I'm <laughs> I am uh, I'm pizza underscore egg because I started a meme on Tumblr in 2013 uh, <laughs> is that where that comes yeah! from yeah <laughs> I started a meme and it went viral um, and it was called no context pizza egg Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just bullshit. Uh, it was a screenshot. It was a screenshot. My ma had just got an, an iPhone for the first time, like her touchscreen phone. And uh, I texted her being like, hey, ma, what time are you home at? And she replied, pizza egg. I was like, that is so funny. Because yeah. predictive text. I sent it to all my friends. No one found it funny. I put it on Tumblr and it got like 30,000 reblogs. Jesus Christ. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. So it was just it's, it's pizza underscore Stuck. egg anyway. Pizza egg. That's me. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's no been worries. an absolute pleasure talking to you. Uh, yeah, I wish I've you all so the best. Fun. I wish you all the best with the uh, the see where the cat takes yes. you further. Yes. All right. Well, thank you. I'm going to see where the cat takes me. Sweet. That's us.